0: I mean, you know, I like not people really tell you, you know, why, why he played, you know, why he plays this at this point in it, music right? you know, just it's it's
1: of unautomatic.
2: The Hall of Famer. We back with another one. It's Jeff
0: in the building. <coughs> the reigning, defending oh, <laughs> Super Bowl Here champion. we go. It's your boy MVP Nado in the building, the true Hall of Famer. <laughs>
3: <sighs> it's the Dominican daughter Christian, mi gente. Que lo que estamos aquí, estamos Ya tú sabes. No, no, no. It's, a, it's <laughs> a sad day for Dominicans with the baseball world, you know. Damn! Uh, is it uh, is it?
4: A, yes. Is
1: yes. It, I, so, mean,
3: you talk about I mean, i mean kids now. no, nah, nah, it's, it's it's a sad day, bro.
1: And to be fair, to be fair, that does nothing but just open up more resources for God to give our up, so Jesus, Jesus Christ. Christ!
3: All right,
2: bro. All right. <laughs> All right. So, All right man.
1: Christian, I appreciate my... you uh having a guest join us, man. Bro, bro, did, bro, did he finish his intro?
3: Yeah, finish my intro. I told you it was a depre- it was a depressing day for Dominicans in baseball. Yeah, yeah
1: so you just gonna cut
2: us
4: short because you know? depressed?
3: Yeah. What they want, bro?
4: Exactly.
3: <laughs> <laughs> so we got a special. Uh, the reason I said we depressed because Rob Manfred has made the announcement that the lockout is going to continue for Major League Baseball. Um, he said opening day will not uh go on, and I actually took a screenshot. So the first two series of the MLB schedule have been canceled for the Yankees. That's March 31st, April 3rd at Texas and April 4th through the 6th at Houston. Now for opening day, there's been a total of 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12, 13. Oh, uh, 15 games that have been canceled. So all teams. So um, to discuss more deeply into this matter, uh, we have a guest for tonight. My homegirl named Garo. She is a she's going to school. She's gonna to go to school to get her um to be a lawyer. And she works within the same area of um like the negotiations going on. So got him. Can oh you hear me? hey,
5: can can you hear me?
3: <laughs> yeah. Y'all
1: can hear me? Absolutely. Yeah, we can hear her. Well, welcome right, to, welcome so to the podcast. Welcome so to you the podcast. Uh,
2: We're we happy to have you. You wanna introduce yourself and give a give a better introduction than Christian Everybody gave you? Because I
6: wasn't happy <laughs> with that.
5: of course hi guys i'm caroline you guys can call me caro um i currently am a senior paralegal um i work a lot with contract law and transactional law so i see a lot of stuff that's actually going on kind of not in mlb terms but similar Mm -hmm. um i am currently i have my master's in law and governance and you got to
3: go girl (laughs) Yes, sir.
5: <laughs> I'm pursuing a juris doctor, so hopefully, eventually, I'll be a lawyer.
6: Um, big stepper.
5: Trying, I'm trying. You're you going to be a
4: lawyer because you said juris doctor instead of JD. That's big
6: time.
4: <laughs> <laughs> I was
5: on the board, i would sign you right now. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> um, well, funny enough, Chris and I were discussing a little bit when I was like, what's going on with the MLB, and... Um, to be completely honest with you, it's very deeper. It's a lot deeper than just what we're seeing. Um, the last time this actually happened was 27 years ago. So, you know. Before? Yep, the year I was born. So, Same, a <laughs> um, lot of
3: us, a few of us.
5: Yeah, so, I mean, the first things first is um, that what they're trying to figure out or try to come down to agreement with is the collective bargaining agreement. Um, this agreement actually expired on December 1st of 2021 for the MLB. And they decided to submit their proposals like 46 days after the expiration date. The biggest issue right now, what happened? Go ahead. No, they're
3: saying when she says they, they mean the owners.
5: Oh, yeah, the owners MLB. Um, so right now what they're pretty much trying to negotiate is Pretty much in a easier terms is how pre arbitration arbitration players are being treated and how they're being compensated. Um, There's been a decline in payroll um, for the MLB in the last year or so. And there is an increase in the reliance on new players that are getting paid less regardless. So ultimately what the player association is trying to do is that they're trying to get the players that are pre-arbitration, which is that they don't have the you know the big contracts with all the money. Um uh, what they're trying to do is get them to qualify for bonuses for their performance. So those bonuses the MLB is trying to just cap them at 10 million when they ask for a hundred more than a hundred million uh, so that these players are fairly compensated. Um, and ultimately, they're not trying to budge in any way, shape, or form. Um, if, you know, we know how much the MLB makes, and it's $10 billion. In 2019, they made ten; they generated $10 billion. And in 2020, because of the pandemic, they generated less. But ultimately, the MLB has the money to do these, uh, you know, to fulfill these needs that the players have. They just don't want to. Um, also, putting a deadline at February 28th is also an issue because they sent their proposals late, plus they are giving a deadline. That means that they're pressuring the players to agree to something that ultimately is going to, like, mess them over in the long run. And it's pretty unfair of what they're trying to do, to be honest. And there's a lot to it. <laughs> in, in, so, can I ask you a question?
0: Sure. Oh my bad. So I was I was I was asking like um so when you said that uh, they're trying to get uh, money for players that are pre-arbitration, you know what I'm saying, to be I guess added to their contracts as bonuses. When you said a hundred mm-hmm. million is what they're asking for versus uh, ten million what the MLB wants to give them, does, do you mean like in terms of per team, like each team would have a pool of a hundred million dollars to give as to bonuses to these players that you're talking about?
5: Um, no, they're actually, that's a proposal for the entire
0: league. Oh, shit. So
3: that's nice. So, yeah, so basically, Nard, think of it like the rookies that come in the league, right? And let's say they put, before, while they're in the rookie, so they have, like, a rookie contract that that they come up on, and think of, like, the performance. So, if let's say you get a rookie who's servicing the league for three years, and that man's overachieved what he's supposed to, quote, unquote, really, um was what they project him basically to right. to do numbers-wise. They're trying to compensate for the correct money that he rightfully deserves, you know? Right, okay, I got you, I got you.
0: And the MLB yeah. is trying to limit it to amount of 10 million for the whole league to whatever, however they, but how would you break that up though?
3: No, it's per, it's it, per the player.
5: It's, yeah, so what they do- Oh, is so is each
0: player would get 10 million as a bonus.
3: No, no,
5: they no, 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 <laughs> no. No. They have a pool of 10 million and let's say at the end of the season um there's a panel of uh individuals that you know decide which player you know a, uh, a brand new player that came into the league which player deserves a certain gotcha. amount of money in addition to what their contract states
6: okay so, that makes sense,
5: yeah so pretty much um they actually <clears throat> budged a little bit um and they moved it up they proposed 15 million but that's still not close to $100
0: million. <laughs> Nothing. And now, is that the main least. sticking point as to why they can't get a deal done for the overall CBA?
5: Um, that is one That is one of the main points that they're not budging on. And the thing is with the union is that they don't want to budge because if they do, if they allow them to say, okay, we're going to give you 15 um, that means that in the future they can come with something lower and lower mm. and lower every year. So, you know, that's, what, that's why they're fighting so hard because they know that already with the minimum salary that they're giving the players, that's just, you know, this year, let alone for the upcoming years. If they propose something lower and they accept it, then it's just going to continue on that pattern.
6: Oh,
5: God.
0: So, D- does this seem like a situation where the players are willing to stick it out for the long haul and lose money? to Like similar situation to how we had with, uh, what was, uh, was that the NBA a, a while ago? Yeah, in twenty eleven. Um, yes. Yeah. You think it's a situation yeah, oh, like that it. where the players will, really, will be willing to lose money for the long run?
5: Um, I think that they will, and the reason why I say this is that you know they there's a lot at stake right now, and ultimately what I told Chris earlier was that if they let if they make the MLB, which is the owners, bleed, they're going to budge. They're going to they they said that their offer that they gave yesterday was the highest and best offer, which is ridiculous because it was nothing compared to what they were asking for. Mm. But if, and I see this all the time in negotiations, if you allow a time period to, you know, let alone they're losing money. It's not only the the players have their contracts, so their contracts Mm. back them up regardless. Mm -hmm. But ultimately, um, for the owners, once they see that their revenue is lo- less and less every day, they're like, wait a minute, let's think about this. Let's find a-, a better way for them to, you know, get on the field, because right now everyone's wasting a lot of time. The players are doing absolutely nothing. And I know they love baseball and I know they want to get on the field, but they're not going to budge. Because if they do, that means it's going to continue the pattern for the rest of every year to come.
3: Much. The only the only thing Nard is with the games not going on right now, they're not getting paid how they're like they're not getting their their quote unquote paychecks, but they're still going to make their money in the long haul when the season comes back, which whenever that will be, which is in comparison to to the players like like Otto said, they they're still protected by the contract, so they're still getting their money regardless, even yeah. if they. i was just wondering though
0: the guys who who they're really fighting for as far as that point the guys who aren't making that much are they willing to yeah. continue to miss games even though they're not making that much in the first place you know for this point and, that, and that's why i was wondering is does it doesn't matter that much to the to those guys you know what
3: I'm oh saying? for sure is because they're basically they're, they're the thing is they're also fighting it for the guys in the minor leagues too because those guys the people the the players in the major league they went through that minor league you know struggle and now that they're in a position where their voices can be heard and they can make a change that they don't feel threatened where all right if i speak up i can get set down to the minors and i can never get a chance to make it to the majors again you know Mm -hmm. where you have you have the solidified players in the league basically speaking for basically what it is the little guy so Mm -hmm. so you know it's more so where the players are demanding Craig I won't got out the players are just demanding what they respectfully deserve and the owners are are um are basically saying no nah, we're not we're not paying you that I yeah cuz so. this is a
4: lockout by the owners right not like a strike by the players like it was in 94 right
5: uh this is by oh. like it, this is not this is the owners they yeah. are locking it out because they can't come to an agreement But um, what I was going to mention earlier, too, um, is that, you know, a player can object to, you know, the the union, you know, not agreeing to the terms, but they can't be a one man team. They can't go on the field and play by themselves. So at this point, they have to kind of be a united front, because if not, you know, it's not going to work anyways. So I have a question.
1: How serious (laughs) is. uh... Or other leagues, especially looking look like Korea and Japan. How serious of an option is that for players if they don't come to an agreement sooner than later? I
3: uh, I think it's going to be very uh, serious. As much as uh, there was um I don't know if you guys saw Bryce Harper put a tag on his uh, story that I forgot which team he tagged. It was a Japanese team, and he was like, "Hey, you guys got you guys got room for me like just to play in the meantime." And I think it's a very strong possibility that dudes gonna start going, you know, to Japan and South Korea and all that, to at least get some type of playing time. Because the thing is, also, a lot of these players they can't even go to the the team's facilities to even work out. So they're they're basically doing like makeshift workouts where they're going to colleges, you know, college fields working out, you know, linking up with guys and just baseball feels like as if you're playing a backyard baseball. So, but you, you know,
5: know, go ahead. What the what the problem is with that is, it's all dependent on how their contract looks because the MOB can, you know, not let them go play at, at, in a different country. Like that could be a term in their contract. So it really all, mm. all depends on what they signed.
0: Yeah, that's what I was gonna say. Cause that's a similar situation to where uh, like in golf, uh, they're trying to come up with a new league out there in Saudi Arabia and they're offering guys, <clears throat> the top guys in the PGA hundreds of millions to come play out there. And, they, and uh,
6: the PGA right. Tour
0: said anybody who agreed to go play in this new Saudi league um, would lose their tour membership. And wouldn't, it would it would be irrevocable. So.
3: Oh, shit, I didn't I, even know that.
0: Yeah, look up, uh, cause uh, Phil Mickelson is, is trying to start it out there. He yeah. has the uh, Saudi Royal family, you know, obviously all their finances back in the whole thing. So it's, it's a big thing right now. So I could see, you know, so exactly uh, alluding to what she just said, that contract, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying, language is going to have a lot to do with it. Because if they don't allow you to play any other competitive baseball anywhere, I mean, you really can do shit until they come up with a, a new CBA.
3: Now, I do, this is going to be a, uh, like I was telling God early before um, we jumped on, this is going to be a big slap to, uh, to Manfred. Because he's already dug himself a hole with the whole handling of the, of the Astros scandal. So, nobody likes his ass anyway. Oh no one no one has, but also it's gonna mm-hmm. it's gonna bite him and I think the owners in the in the ass in the long haul. And on top of that, like telling Carlos also I believe my opinion is I believe the the um the stepping down of of owner from Jeter was a huge move and a support on the player side because Jeter spoke spoke out saying that. Oh, I'm stepping down as part owner and shareholder because, um, the organization that I'm working for didn't doesn't have a winning culture that we're trying to establish from the five-year plan that I had, you know. And mm-hmm. I think that's huge because it also shows now that there's a lot of small-market teams that don't really care about when they just care about tanking, trying to get those uh top draft picks. All right. Hey, God,
0: let me ask you a question. So, what's your experience mm-hmm. with negotiations? and look at stuff like this, what do you think the chances are that the players would get that $100 million pool? And how long into the season do you think that we would start to miss games before there's actually an agreement? Like, how long do you think this negotiation could last?
5: Well, from what I see right now, um, it depends on how long the owners are willing to, you know, just put it to the side. Ultimately, I do think that if they hold off, you know, just a little while longer, they can get close enough to 100 million of what they want or actually close to, you know, all their demands. But, you know, at this point, I would say it could be a month, it could be two or it could be more or it could be less. Remember that also social media pressure is a thing like people are are getting online, talking about it. You know, they see that.
3: The players and are at it, zoo. The players are speaking it'll,
5: out. It'll be detrimental to the MLB for them to continue on this, you know, back and forth. And ultimately, mm-hmm. if everyone takes a step back and looks at the situation, it's the the players are the owners' assets technically. The, those players make the money for them. So if they are literally willing to put them to the side, are you really gonna try to dismantle everything and and destroy? You know, the MLB, that's not a thing for them. So instead of pressuring the players to to, you know, sign off and be like, you know what, that's it, it's over. We don't want to continue waiting off this long. We're gonna agree. They need to actually give in to the demands because at this point it's you know, it's ridiculous. It's not even anything that they can't do. They just don't wanna do it.
6: That, that's like, what seems
0: like. It seems like such a small amount of money when you see guys that are signing three and four you know what I'm saying a hundred million dollar contracts and you're talking about a hundred million split amongst uh 30 teams or how many teams is it 30 30 yeah 30 yeah split amongst 30 teams you know so i mean that's crazy
3: and then also um damn I lost my train of thought holy shit <laughs> um a lot of the uh, so think of it like this so you know how the NBA like NFL they got a, a number of super like a number of superstars MLB mm. with the thirty teams at least got one superstar so imagine at minimum you're getting like two to three that you know your team itself is not generating for fans to come and see you're losing a lot of money from just ticket sales from also uh you know merchandise food sales from the stadium. Um, you know, it it adds on. So, like Otto said, the pressure is going to mount more towards the, towards the um, the the owner side. I really
5: and what's funny too, like I figured this out today. Um, I saw it on a post or something that the MLB before they things started getting ugly, they requested a federal mediator to try to get both sides to come to an agreement, and the uh players' association rejected the mediation so now, why,
3: why would they why would they request a federal mediator or what would what would, um, a, what would a federal mediator have done
5: so a federal mediator what their main job is they usually work with unions and like private um private public or or federal sector you know organizations
6: mm-hmm. and
5: what they do is that in these cases something like this it's like trying to find ways to get them to agree but ultimately what the union is saying is is in their eyes it's like if we agree to this federal mediator we're gonna have to come to a conclusion soon so Mm. if it's not to our benefit then you know we're still gonna have to take it at the end Mm. and it's gonna get you know and with a federal mediator things take time like it takes a longer time than what you know, we're seeing right now. So, that's something that's interesting.
3: So, now, the question is, how long do you think Manfred stays as commissioner of baseball after this whole ordeal is done?
5: I really hope not long. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, with with his track record, um, plus this, you know, media presence that ultimately is not positive, and his players are, you know, kind of don't like him right now, um he's not going to be there for much longer i don't think
3: no e do you do you see this being as severe as the 2011 lockout with the nba or do you see this, any similarities or anything that's that are that are uh different
1: uh i definitely see it being more severe um because see with the nba there was no real connection to the g league and stuff like that this is directly affecting, and um, the NBA players had options to go play overseas. I remember there was something in the um, in the ballpark range of about two hundred fifty to three hundred million dollars for I didn't Kobe. Smoke
2: this I rolled my own. So Co- you can hit it? <laughs> You're
1: a nerd, bro. Nard. My bad. Nard.
0: Oh, shit, so, take that out.
1: So there, <laughs> there was um, there was offers for Kobe, LeBron, KD, and the likes to play. For up to upwards of about three hundred million dollars a year, mm. and they and they a year, and they could have uh, however long. Obviously, they weren't going to be out for more than a year. But uh, places like Italy and things like that were offering that kind of money during the lockout. Mm-hmm. Um, Realistic. LeBron got
4: offered three hundred million to play in Greece.
1: Yeah, it was somewhere yeah. in the area. Yeah, there, so, yeah, somewhere in uh, in the greater Mediterranean. But my point being that. Um, this that's not an option with baseball. They're almost gridlocked until they get a they get a deal done. And again, you know, this affecting the minor leagues isn't the same as the, uh, the NBA because that didn't affect the G League at all or the D League at that time. Um so, I think it it, it does have a lot of uh variables that are not intertwined with the NBA. Even the NFL's lockout in 2000 11. Year was that? 11, Same, same mm-hmm. year, same year. Matter of fact, yeah, same it's year? just we didn't see it because they, they got it figured out pretty quickly during the offseason. No, the they got scared of the uh because they were always scared of the uh owners. Yeah, always. And and they folded. And even last year, you could say, or two years. Oh, three, they
4: extra folded the
1: last The NFL, year. the NFL players folded again. But in this case, when you have the kind of financial freedom, and the kind of uh, contracts that baseball sees versus their owners versus NFL players, the desperation to play and holding a check over your head just isn't the same. Um, you don't have Bryce Harper-type contracts as common in football. So, of course, mm-hmm. those owners will never be able to um, to lose out on their leverage because the ability um, – you, you have salary caps and like. So, you can almost control, to an extent, um, people's livelihood in ways that you just can't in baseball. And that's the thing, Um, I'm always going to be on the side of the players, no matter what kind of negotiation we have, because at the end of the day, most people who are owners of teams and and, and like, this is a, this is almost a hobby for them. This isn't their main source of income. for a lot of people, it's very rare unless you own something as big as the Yankees or the Cowboys or something of that nature. This isn't really your main source of income. That's why you hear the CEO of of, of Microsoft buying the Clippers for two billion dollars cash. You know, what I'm saying it's stuff like that. Whatever, whatever, whatever the case may be. Yeah, it's just not two point
4: two.
1: Two. It's just not <laughs> the same thing. So. Uh, to, to say all that and circle back to what you were saying in your original question, no, I don't think that this is, um, is as, severe. as severe. I, mean, or, I don't yeah, think that this is would- in the same realm. I think that the NBA had it very, very easy compared to this. Um, we could realistically be talking about um, a stoppage of baseball for a year plus. It's very, very possible. Um, with the NBA, they saw the effects of 1999. And what that did, and they didn't want to repeat that. I don't think that baseball is in that same desperation because ninety-four was twenty seven years ago. And quite frankly, um baseball is such an old timer sport that you're dealing with people who are just stuck in their ways.
3: Yeah. I think so. Yeah, I-, I think I think it's safe to say sorry uh the no, Well I think it's safe to say this might be the start of the baseball renaissance. No the hell it ain't. Why
4: not? <laughs> this might be the end for baseball, man. Cause if they get off the air for a whole year, I don't know what I'm, you going I don't know I don't how think, they become relevant in inside the um the minds of the uh young people. I know they'll still survive, but I mean eventually I think the, the audience it will pass.
3: Um I I I'll disagree just because for the fact that we have college baseball, so the game itself is still going to be in the mind of the fans and the spectator. So I think, like I said, more so it's going to fall on the owners and, like Caro said, it's going to be in their pockets. Everybody knows greedy old rich men, if they're not getting their money, it, it's a problem.
5: Yep, and they're not planning to extend – uh, the season, if there's any delays. So there's going to be, um, if, if this goes on for two months, they're not going to make that up. They're not. And, w-
1: they're and you know up. what else? One thing that's not being accounted for either is um, these, uh, these owners are still very much so feeling the effects of, of 2020 in the 2020 season. Yeah. So mm-hmm. their flexibility on what they want to do just uh, unfortunately doesn't uh, exist in the same way. Because you can't um, tell me they made all that money back in twenty twenty one. There's, it's not possible,
4: not at all. No, with all of, with, with a lot of stadiums being closed because of certain, you know, certain rules and, and such for uh, their um, uh, respective um, municipalities and such. Mm-hmm. No, ain't um, no way, though.
5: I I looked at the contrast with how much the MLB generated for twenty nineteen and twenty twenty. They made. 10 billion in 2019 and 3.6 in 2020 so you know i think they saw that decline and that's why they're being so tight with the money right now
3: one so in Gato, oh. in your field and you dealing with you know with contract negotiations do these how what in a how how would i ask this do <laughs> you think it you it will continue like going longer like do you see like any signs where there might be some type of progress? Okay, I see some type of positive coming out of this, or is it more so until someone says something like, all right, this is what we're coming with, and it's whether they'll come to an agreement for it or not?
5: Well, first things first, I think the most positive sign is that if we don't hear anything from both sides as of right now, because um, with the MLB, I know that um, Manfred came out and he said that they were close, to getting a an agreement which Mm. ultimately they were so far off and Mm. that that's kind of like making the players get pressured to finish off the agreement without you know what they want so ultimately I think the biggest sign for us to keep an eye out is when any no one is talking about like neither side whether it is the MLB or the players association no one's talking about what is actually going on the more that they're throwing out in the media that means that they're not they're not coming down to any agreement so i think that's the first and then ultimately once they do i know that they will announce it because clearly everyone is waiting for that moment so of course yeah so right now i mean in internally it's really what they're budging for so if manfred comes back tomorrow and says you know what you guys can have it. or let's say on the ten million on the hundred million, you yeah, could get ninety five or maybe eighty five. eighty five is more doable than fifteen. So
6: mm-hmm.
5: you know, when he comes back with doable numbers because I really don't know who who even drafted those numbers, who said that that was plausible, why they didn't offer more. Um, that's another issue because you know they have all their lawyers, and you know they have their legal teams, so They're trying to propose the lowest possible and the players association is always going to try to aim the highest possible so that even if they get a little bit under, they at least got something to where they want it to be.
3: Now, do some of these negotiations like begin really rowdy and shit, I mean, and stuff?
5: They start off very formal and then once people start getting tired and irritated and the fact that it's a, oh yes, no, maybe, no, come back to no again, like... People get very irritated and it ends up being like a yelling match, to be honest. It's it's half. I've seen it happen.
3: <laughs> oh, I know them boys is yelling for fact. Yeah, a they're
5: always, you know, yelling, coming at each other's neck, but ultimately at the end they shake hands and they keep it pushing. So
4: anybody ever swing?
5: <laughs> Wait,
6: what? <laughs> and, anybody and ever, uh, ever swing? A
5: fight. A physical off- oh game? no, no. They're not about that life.
3: Mm -mm. (laughs) (laughs) that'd be some funny shit though i'm not gonna lie
5: (laughs) i'll grab some popcorn and watch it but and you know they're they're not really like that they just all mouth a lot of barking but they're not gonna do anything unless they get their disrespectful which i've never seen but ultimately like i said it's a very like this is a very negotiation in general is tricky let alone with this magnitude like mlb like it's very tricky and there's so many things in on the line ultimately so.
3: now what makes what makes a negotiation tricky like what what's is there like certain parts or is it multiple parts like
5: i mean a negotiation can go you can offer something and i take it no problem mm-hmm. but ultimately once you start receiving counter offers and then another counter offer and then another yeah. counter offer and then it's this isn't only money this is also different terms that they're asking for so it's mm-hmm.
6: just
5: you know it's what they're willing. on each term they have to negotiate. So imagine they sent, supposedly they sent about 160 pages worth of their proposal when the MLB first proposed their um, collective bargaining agreement. So when they did, that's 160 pages. Imagine how many terms they're, they're follow- going into. So, God, damn. yeah. So imagine negotiating every single point and somebody disagreeing in every single point.
6: And did then you have
3: to, to come back? Did you ever have to read 160 pages?
5: Of course, I've had to read 160 pages, but you know, I don't think I've had to sit there on a bargain that has more than 300 points or something like that. It really isn't that that deep. But you know, with them, it's it's a lot more than just, and it's not just one player they're talking about. They're talking about all of them, so it, it's God, very man. important. Yeah.
3: Now with the when it comes to negotiations, is there usually like a lot of um like a lot of tweaks to the contract, or is it just like the minor like the numbers really that they change?
5: Oh, no, there's like a billion revisions. So if it starts with one document, it ends up being a hundred fifty drafts of the same document, just different terms, and they have to keep redrafting and redrafting every single time. So until it's finalized, then the final copy they have to both agree on and sign off.
3: Damn. Sheesh. Yeah, nah. We better be in it for the long haul, y'all <laughs> boys. Yeah, a nah, this season. You better, you
1: better go, uh, go get MLB to show because that's the only baseball you gonna be watch. <laughs>
4: <you, bro. laughs> Yo, facts.
3: Play but um, nah. I think um, uh, uh, bro, it's just a complete. It's just it's just utter. It's chaos. It's a mess. This shouldn't have gotten to this point. Or like Otto said, it shouldn't have. It shouldn't have sent a proposal. What was it you said? For 24 Um, days? 43 days. 43 43 days days. before the deadline. like no, no. no. They
5: sent it. So, for example, they knew that it expired December 1st, and they sent it 43 days afterwards. So they sent it the beginning of January, and it was like, you know, they were like, wait a minute, we just got this, and you want us to, like, you know, agree on this, like, right now? So that's the problem, too, that they gave them – they sent their documents late and they're trying to, everyone's ca- trying to catch up and still um, they disagree on a lot of points. And, you know, ultimately then they give them the, oh, uh, February 28th is the deadline. And it's like, that's not how that works. <laughs> so ultimately the deadline wasn't for the agreement itself. The deadline was that if they don't agree by that date, there's there's not going to be any games, no practices, nothing. There's just going to be Negotiations
3: until further notice. I will say this: once there is an agreement, bro, these are uh, trades and free agent signings is going to be flying off the shelves.
5: Yep, gonna be yeah. insane.
1: Yeah, it's going to be a pretty interesting, real off season. Because uh, I guess technically we're in the off season now, but it's going to it's going to be an interesting one to say the least. I mean, shoot, you should. The thing that, that bothers me about this is the economic impact that it's going to have on all these cities. I'm talking mm-hmm. about 30 cities that are truly, truly going to feel baseball not being there. Um, and that then when you it. add in, yeah, and when you add After in twenty twenty places like, um, let's just take here for West Palm Beach, for instance. We got three minor league teams to play here. Or, I mean, three uh spring, spring training teams to play here within the
3: area. Four. Four. Four.
1: Forward. oh yeah, yeah. Four, you
3: tripp, got the tripp, you got, you got the Mar- the Marlins. and Cardinals and Jupiter, and then you got the Astros and the Nationals in, um,
1: in uh, West Long, yeah, Riviera, yeah. So, you're gonna Did have Riviera or Riviera, oh, Riviera. Riviera,
3: no, they play Riviera, the the Nationals and the, and the Astros play Riviera.
1: Mm-hmm. I thought the Nats played up in Vieira, no, no, they play here, but yeah, I mean, you're just gonna feel it for a while, um. And then you know, go from uh, what was what was last year where you couldn't have any spring ball attendees, and then this year where you're planning to have spring ball attendees, and now we have a lockout. So sucks, man. It
3: really yes, does. Yes, sir. Oh, there's a joke. Bobby Bonilla might be the highest paid baseball player this year.
1: <laughs> that's funny. <laughs> no,
4: that's hilarious. Deal.
3: Still they still gotta, oh, yeah,
4: gotta come up with Bobby need check. No, matter what facts. Lockout or not, absolutely. Gotta come up with Bobby need money. Best believe that.
3: Facts. Um.
1: Yeah, no, nah, for sure. Um. Yeah, gotta Do we, we have anything else on the
4: lockout? Um, I just uh real quick, I was wondering uh. Do the players? I know the players. Uh, for every game they miss. They're gonna miss, um, obviously that that game check, but are they also further getting um, anything uh, uh, in, uh, their salaries reducted at all, like they did in twenty twenty?
1: Oh, like where they amend their uh, their their pay because yeah. the yeah. amount of games played. It's a good yeah. question.
5: Well, that's all dependent. I think that's all dependent on their their own contracts, but I think. Uh, players, you know, they get their base plus, you know, game pay. So, I know they're, they're going to be still getting a good chunk of money regardless. Uh, but, you know, with this tone, I feel like the tone that this is setting might set the tone of, you know, when the contracts need to be renewed or their, you know, players get mm-hmm. contracted for another season. Like, they're, the way that they're going to be compensated is going to be much different if this doesn't Work out. And um, this type of agreement, you know, at, in 2001, I believe 2001, 2002, they, they had uh, dismantled this agreement and said they're not going to use it anymore because, you know, it kind of like doesn't work for the actual players. It works more for the actual owners. So then they brought it back randomly, but nobody said anything about it. They just brought it back and they just continued on for the rest of the years. So, it's one of those things that it's kind of like in and out, and there's a lot of loopholes that they're trying to jump through, uh, as the owners, uh, to, you know, not fork up more money.
1: Yeah. Wow. They're always gonna find a way to not have to do that.
6: Oh yeah. yeah.
3: You ain't lying.
1: Yeah. I mean, my only my issue is the insensitivity that Rob Manfred has has appeared to have. Just throughout this whole ordeal. Um He just doesn't seem as uh, like a uh, a commissioner that's really engaged in what his league needs and what's best for the league.
5: So, I don't know. I mean, he was laughing at a press conference today.
3: That's he was, yeah,
4: true. I saw that. I saw that, yeah.
3: And there was Yo, also... This
4: is the dude who called the commissioner's trophy just a piece of metal. Yep. He should have been fired. He should have been fired.
3: Should have been dead. jumped, actually.
1: Fire then jump.
3: Yeah, because if enough.
1: you beat his ass and you, you know, yeah, uh, you know still on the clock. <laughs> you got repercussions
3: for that. Yeah, Fair yeah, enough. Two, you know, uh-huh. nah, but there was also um the parent. Uh, I saw a tweet from a few of the players that it pops up on my timeline that they said I will be network and I think ESPN as well because I didn't see it earlier, but um. That the players' union were having their press conference and the network just cut them off quick. Meanwhile, ESPN and MLB were on Rob Manfred's uh, press conference. Well,
2: yeah, I mean, I what
3: mean, you they fired
4: pick? the the reporter um, Ken Rosenthal just for criticizing the um, the league and the commissioner.
3: No, not Ken Rosenthal's firing was a uh, should have never been done. But yeah,
1: that's on me. No, it's a, it's a janky league, man. At the end of the day, no matter how you it up, it's a janky league. And they apply a lot of old rules and good old boy rules that mm-hmm. just um, are not applicable today. But it's probably the last um, – one of the last hurrahs of how the country and how this world used to operate. You say the mm. NFL as well, but, you know.
3: I think the NFL is uh, making power, more progress than MLB.
1: Yeah, the power's in the in the players, and I think that uh, – MLB and the NFL are the last leagues to really understand
4: that.
6: Well, I What do no, I? Know?
4: I mean the MLB has a strong, still has the strongest union. So, but I just think the owners think they can get away with it.
6: Yeah, that's true.
4: And I think they're gonna learn that lesson the hard way.
1: Yeah. I, I agree with you.
3: Thanks
1: yeah well shoot man um definitely chris you want to close us out for this uh for this segment
3: facts so carol let the people know what they can come to you for where they can find you on socials
5: oh um uh, <laughs> i'm on twitter and instagram it's it's carol underscore three um i get i I don't want to tell people my workplace,
1: but... No, no, you good, you I'm good, like, you good, you good. No, 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 you good, you good,
5: seriously. But I live in Jersey, so time you guys are here, I let me know. Um, and nothing if, you know, at this point, it's a it's, uh, let's-see-what-happens situation, so... You know, I'm th- thank you for bringing me on here to talk about this. I was actually very nervous. <laughs> no, nah, don't be. First time I- you I- did great. Really oh, you did that You did an
3: excellent. Nah, break. thank you, thank you for taking some of your time out of your night to to hop on and kind of simplify and break things down for not just us but also right. listeners. I out did there not know it was this complex. To-
4: Exactly.
5: Yeah. <laughs> I, I was telling Chris earlier, I'm like, this is a lot more than just, you know, just, just a lockout. No, it's a lot more to it. But, you know, thank you guys for having me. I am super happy. Um, and I'm, you know, always learning new things. So I'm always like Googling stuff and l- searching stuff. So, yeah. you know, this was something that today caught my eye and Chris and I were talking about it randomly. And, you know, here I am. <laughs>
1: No, uh, definitely. It's always going to be politics as usual when we deal with these things. But God, oh, thank you so much for coming through, seriously. And um, uh, if you ever ever want to come through, and there's any sports or anything you really want to chop it up about, you know, you always got a spot here. So
5: of course, thank Thanks. you guys for having me. Thank you, Chris, for letting me know.
1: That's all no, for we'll, sure.
6: We'll Appreciate send it to Chris and make thank sure that he
1: lets you know where to uh, where to find the episode and everything after. So. I got, got you,
3: me. so I can share it too. <laughs> Absolutely, yeah, look forward really. to talking
1: to you soon. Thank you, thanks,
3: appreciate
1: you.
3: Bye. thank you. Have a
1: good one. Take care. Hi, from our mouths no. to your ears. It's another episode of Guessing from the Stands. It's your boy Earl Nine One.
0: It's your boy Big Dale. Man, it's the reigning, defending Super Bowl champion. Man, it's the MVP nod the true Hall of Famer. Bro, we in the NBA. Nah, oh, if, I, if I if if I'm
1: Nard, he can talk his shit for the next year. I'm not I'm not mad at it. Every so episode until the,
0: every episode until the Super Bowl next year, I'm going to introduce myself the same way. Are you high? And, and if y'all, the-
1: y'all go back to back,
0: Jesus, and Christ. then that, then that, he'll be the two time oh, no. champ. You, the you
1: the truest the to That's all of fame.
6: Because
1: you know what's going to suck until somebody goes back to back again. He always going to say, "But did you go back to back?"
0: All right. Then. You feel me? Well, let's get there first, man.
3: Eh oh. the dominicano Don Daddy Christian me hete que lo que estamos aquí estamos activo eh estamos en marzo estamos in spring eh el reloj tú tienes que cambiarlo para atrás porque hay luz nos fuimos
0: Porque bien
1: Word man, well shoot man? Welcome to another episode. Uh, Nart, we were having a conversation yeah. off mic and I want you to as best you can tell us why you don't think Luca is up there with uh the Jason Tatum's and the Trey Young's of the world,
0: okay? <laughs> now, I feel like now, this is all like I said before, he's young, but at the same time, the guys that you just mentioned, i.e., Trey Young, Jason Tatum. All right. And even how how you just mentioned, Allen beat had won his first playoff series four years in young players are starting to more often than not get the job done in the postseason as well. The majority of the guys that we see that are like dominating the league, you know what I'm saying? Especially offensively, are younger guys now it, it's, it's at a rate that we've never seen before. And uh, a true test to what I was saying about Luka, honestly can be proven if John Moran can get the Grizzlies to even the the West Semis. but if he if he even made to the West Finals, that would more so even prove because to your argument, how I was saying, um when you look at a guy like Trey Young, Trey, it's not like Trey Young played on the Hawks with this crazy roster where they had another superstar, John Collins got the job, he gets the job done and stuff like that, but every team, that has a superstar more than likely not has another guy that at least gets the job done. They may not have a true number two, but they they at least have a guy that's gonna get the job done. So for me to see Trey Young still take the Hawks, that Hawks team to the East Finals and then still put up go six games with the eventual champs and the Bucks, that to me shows what he can do just outside of being amazing throughout 82 games in a regular season. And what we've seen from Luca is first round exits. You know what I'm saying? Not that ha, ha, did they either one of them did they go seven games?
3: Uh, no. It yeah, with the, with the clip with I the know, Clippers
0: no, no, no. with the Clippers yeah, they, they went seven. They beat the Clippers. Oh. No, they, they beat the Clippers in the first. No, he didn't. Luca lost the first oh, yes, round both bro. times. Yes, yes they did. Oh, the bubble? The bubble, bro. Remember the they never the beat them. Beer. They never oh. beat them, bro. The Clippers beat them twice. No, they, they went. Never they won went in the oh. series. They went they seven games. Yeah, they went they seven went games. Six games. I'm not they went six games. I hate I hate series. not having the right answer. I, I'm, I'm looking it up. I'm looking it up right now. Don't worry about it. I'm on basketball now. I record, believe it was com. six games the As first series see. and seven no,
3: games sure, the second, I'm second sure series. I'm sure it was seven. I'm going to tell you, right? Nah. Was it, it was the buzzer beater. Career playoff logs.
0: All right, so, okay, y'all are correct. Uh, but he never won. They were both first-round exits. Uh, the first series against the Clippers won six games. The second series did go seven games, but either way, they lost. Okay. So all I'm saying I, is, and and, and 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 we're talking about two. Remember, one of those years, Paul George was asked throughout the entire playoffs. It, and it until- is not.
1: Hold on. What did we uh, uh, all agree on? It is not my job for my opponent to be good, no matter how great of a player he is. No, 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 it's no,
0: no, 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 no. I'm, I'm talking about the fact that throughout Paul George not even playing well, he couldn't capitalize on it. Basically, being a one on one between him and Kawhi as far as.
1: I mean, Kawhi was, was coming off put, a championship.
0: Coming off a championship to a new team, though.
1: With nobody. Okay. So I, I, so for me, I'm looking at this roster, brother. There was no way in hell. That Dallas team, uh, Lou will, will, Pat Patterson, Eat zubot Marcus Morris, uh, Terrence Mack. Because in the playoffs you run an eight-nine man rotation. Mo was Montrez Harrell, PG, Pat Beverly, uh, and Kawhi Leonard. Hell, and, and Joakim Noah was brought there for the playoffs. Versus, um, let me go. JJ Barea. <laughs> Ryan Brogoff, Willie Cauley-Stein, Seth Curry, Tim Hardaway Jr., Michael Kidd-Gilchrist, Courtney Lee, Boban Marjanovic, Chris Staps porzingis who got hurt in, what, the fifth game, right? I believe so. Dwight Powell and Deleon Wright? Hell nah.
0: and Luke no. No, and, that, so. he, he, and, he, and here's, that goes to what I'm saying. While his roster, we've seen other guys with rosters not great. When you're talking about Winning a championship. If you're going to be the best player on a championship team, eventually you're probably going to win a series that you maybe shouldn't have or that looks like That was his first MK trip to the playoffs. Okay, well, what about the second time?
1: Second time they went seven. Yeah, you can argue they could have won, but
0: they didn't. Right. But That's my point. So, I, so, he, I, so I, he's I, got – okay, well, yeah, I go, go ahead. Let me let you finish. This, this I, year to me. And Because the, the, the argument, I that would be ignorant to say, yeah, it's over for his career. No, I'm just saying, if this year there's another first-round exit. Oh, I'm, I'm I with, with you there. We do got to start having a conversation. Yes, that, I'm with what, you there. That's what I'm saying. and, I, and okay. I'm just saying, as far as I'm predicting, I'm predicting that's where it's going.
1: I don't know that. They're a top-four seed this year. What does that mean? Um, Dallas as a Luka as a player and Dallas as a team. Is getting a lot more help from players that they haven't had. First of all, letting go of that dead weight of, of uh Chris uh Chris is to spread the ball a lot more for them. That's kind of why they got rid of him. But even still, I think they're getting guys that like Jalen Brunson is definitely stepping up playing for a contract. He's probably gonna be ended up heading to the Knicks anyways. Uh, that's where all the talks have him going. But Tim Hardaway Jr. is looking like uh like they're, you know, like he wants to try to earn somewhat of a contract. But even in coaching, I know you were saying that he, okay. in your in your conversation was about coaching before. Sometimes when a coach has lost his locker room, it ain't nothing that a superstar can do about it. And to me, to me, I feel like from the top to the bottom, the way that he handled the Chris Stout situation, the way that he handled Tim Hardaway's situation, the way that he handled Dennis Smith on top of how great of a player that Luca was. And he came in and they didn't really make a connection. Rick Carlisle just lost that. He lost the. um. He lost the the locker room, and he lost that franchise to me. You
0: see, my my thing is this, though. I I feel like when you're talking about guys that you know for a fact are going to be Hall of Famers, in my opinion, I just don't see where if they lose a locker room, I feel like they're going to retire like Jerry Sloan did. They're not going to see themselves being able to Continue to coach guys to the highest level because you're a competitor when you're when you when you he didn't you don't go take a job where you don't think you have any chance to even make noise or make the playoffs to make this team competitive well you know what I'm saying so it's not and it's not even like he took a year off where we've seen guys in other sports you know what I'm saying uh Urban Meyer and stuff like that take time off and they come back he true, immediately let me, took another let me, job let
1: me let me fill you in on that um a lot of that had to do with Larry Bird. And he was obviously teammates with Larry Bird back in the 80s on that 86 and 87 Celtics teams, if I'm not mistaken. Um, and he's always had connections with Larry Bird. Hell, Rick Carlisle, if I'm not mistaken, was an assistant under Bird when Bird was coaching the uh, let me Pacers?
0: This, let me ask you this to go with that. Regardless, who's your friend? If you have a guy that you feel like you can build around that you feel like you can coach that you that who's a who's obviously a superstar mm-hmm. you're going to leave to go somewhere where they just traded their best player victor oladipo to the heat or he left the free agency wherever it's a bonus i'm about to say some is, is who i'd right, say was I, the best
1: okay. player. all right
0: okay even if you want to say this <clears it's not throat> like you were going to e- even do anything with him you know that for a fact he's not the best center in the league He'll never be Jokic, He'll never be an MVP candidate, even though he was just the best player on that team. You right, 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 for sure. You're, I just don't see, regardless of who, how, you know what I'm saying, what relationships you have, you're going to leave a good – I could see if Dallas was, was like how the Spurs are now, where there's nobody there for Popovich. Popovich, you know what I'm saying, was teammates with such and such of this team, and they have a little bit of a better roster, you know what I'm saying. It may be the same thing, but they, have, they, they they made the playoffs with these guys <laughs> Whatever, and, and this is there. actually
1: this is his. Co- he, this is his, so this is Rick Carlisle's second stint as the. I remember he was there um with the with the mouse and the Palace. He was the coach. This is his second stint as the uh, Pacers coach. My fault. He wasn't an assistant. He was actually head coach from '03 to 07. Got gotcha. you. Um, I just
0: don't. I just don't see it, bro. I just don't see it when you've had so much perennial success. We're not talking about. You know what I'm saying? Lightning in a bottle. The Mavericks were contenders in the West every year. Oh. Uh, you know what I'm saying? Bro, they, well, were, they were. They were.
1: They were. They were. Well, t- to be fair, in the 10 years post their championship that he was there, they never won a playoff series again. Mm. They made the playoffs six of those 10 seasons. They never won a champion, a uh, uh, playoff series since. I get what you're getting at, but. I just think there's more to this than just simply he didn't get along with Luca.
0: Oh, no, 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 I'm not saying that either. And that's why I said the other things that go into it as far as younger guys that are still getting the job done, the shit that's happening on the floor. Talent-wise, mm-hmm. his talent is undeniable. But like I yeah. said, winning is a combination of talent and intangible shit that you cannot see. And I don't know that he has the shit that we can't see.
1: I mean, maybe, um, what I will say is the game has come extremely easy to look on the offensive side of the ball. Um, and then that's evident. I mean, he came into the league averaging 21, 22 points a game, like seven assists, seven rebounds, something crazy like that. And then the next year he made first team all NBA. And then last year made first team all NBA, I believe as well. Let me double, triple, quadruple check that. I believe he was first team all NBA, um last year.
0: Uh I could tell you. In two probably, I would say he probably was. Uh, yeah, I
1: think I think it was uh, he was one of the guards. Uh Luca. He is they would tell me. Uh two time all NBA. But yeah, what are the teams? Um Luka is a oh yeah here it goes. Uh all league. Uh yeah. Uh first team so he made first team all rookie is rookie year. First-team All-NBA the next two years. So, yeah. And then, of course, he's a three-time All-Star. So, since he got in the league, he's been an All-Star, essentially. <clears throat> um, and he's obviously heading for probably first-team All-NBA this year again. Averaging 20, yeah, not, 28, and There's plenty
0: of guys who have. I'm yeah. talking about winning. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, again, you're talking about the next level. Yeah.
1: And, I mean, to be fair to, to those guys, and we talked about this off-camera, to those guys who um, who they were um, successful, you know, Boston had a better team, and I'm not going to talk about the conference that Boston played in because they made it all the way to the ECF. But Boston and may have made it to two ECS, matter of fact. Boston has had a better team top to bottom than those Mavericks.
6: Um, Very true.
1: Last year, Atlanta had a better team than those Dallas Mavericks. Um, just just looking at it. I don't think Atlanta making the Eastern Conference Finals is a fluke. Yeah, some things went in their way, but the playoffs is about luck, and luck is preparation meets opportunity. And that's just the reality of it. They were prepared. They were on a hot streak from a, a coaching change. Atlanta did what they had to do to make the playoffs <laughs> and then went very deep. And I want to say, didn't it go s- – did the ECF go six. seven last year? It went six. Okay, went six. Uh, the semis went seven with Brooklyn. Uh, no, 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 the semis didn't go seven. I mean, I can't. Who, 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 who did, did they, they play in the semis? Uh
0: um, Clint Capella, John Collins, Chris Clint Hunter. Capella's they another one the semis. Clint Cape... oh, come come on. On. Clint Capella's another one. Bro. He's
1: another he's another 20 and 10 guy. They played
0: uh, 20 and 10. They... You talk about Atlanta, they
4: played uh, Philly.
1: They played Philly in the semis, right? And then uh Brooklyn yeah. played played um um Milwaukee.
0: Yeah, I'm looking at it here. So 20
1: and 10. He was
0: he was 15 and 14
1: though. Okay, cool. That I'll take it. I'll take the less five points for five more or four more rebounds. I'll take it. But my point is having that kind of threat. Um, he's and Cam Reddish came alive in those playoffs last year. In game um,
3: six especially.
1: They also had Rajon Rondo. I forgot Rondo was on that team. Um uh Bognanovic, Danilo Galinari, like that team has some has some Gunners. Come on, bro. No,
3: nah, don't
1: play with Galinari, bro. So what's
3: that uh what's that uh what's that shooter they got? Who's a rookie last year? Galinari
1: averaged 13 in uh last year 13 and 4. No, nah, what's the
3: It's the other one, the rookie. Who? The Hawks have uh What rookie? Kevin Herter the White boy. Is it a white boy? Yeah, that's, Kevin that's Herter, a, yeah. A, Kevin Herter. That boy is a shooter.
1: Yeah, and last year in the playoffs, Kevin Herter averaged uh uh eleven. Po- no, I'm sorry. Hold on. What did he average in the playoffs last year? He averaged yeah eleven points, <clears throat> 11 points last year. But all these double figure guys, I can't say that Dallas had the same thing. And I mean, Chris Dunn, I'm not gonna count him, but um, and we for sure ain't counting Mister Mister Quadruple Zero, Tony Snell. You
0: never. I mean, Josh Richardson threw up twelve. Tim Hardaway averaged sixteen. Yeah. I'm, just
1: got hurt, but I'm not I'm not saying that he didn't have to have
0: somebody. 19
1: and 8. I I'm just looking top to bottom. This this Hawks team is better.
0: Better? I don't see the better guys, bro. Honestly, I don't I do who? Um, John Collins
1: average
0: what? DeAndre, DeAndre Hunter.
1: More... DeAndre Hunter's a better yeah, player. What did his numbers? Or not like? not DeAndre Hunter. Um uh John Collins is a better is is better than every other piece on that team. And then you really ha- really they got two guys that are for sure better than every other piece on that team with Clint Capella as well. Because ain't nobody going out there giving you fifteen or fourteen. So you got John Collins and Clint Capella. Um I
3: can't say that
0: John Collins is bro, you act like this nigga's like
3: bro, John Collins is very serviceable when you notice John, John Collins, was Tim Hardaway though. John Collins was a
1: sixteen and ten guy last year. I'm sorry, okay. sixteen sixteen and eight. Got last Tim, year.
0: Tim Hardaway averaged
1: sixteen and two. Um, who else? Uh, Cam. You,
0: you, you really did try
4: it with that sixteen and two. I just want. I mean, sixteen points and <laughs> sixteen points. He doesn't get. He doesn't get rebounds. It okay, is. It is. But
1: it it is, but, 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 but all right, Yeah, but two teams? to two compared to eight.
4: Two compared to eight boards, bro. Come
0: on. Oh my bro. bad. That was yeah, that, that was that was two assists. He averaged three boards. My bad. But still not <laughs> like even three better. three. To,
4: come on, bro.
1: But I mean, like I, said, I, I the Atlanta Hawks team obviously proved that they were the better team, you know, no matter what uh,
3: side. Do, you, to think, do you think it could be an ego thing with a? Uh, excuse me, with a uh, with Luca.
1: He came in already with an MVP. Seth Curry was another,
0: was another. Seth Curry was, was another double-digit scorer.
1: He, he was.
0: A, he was. We'll give him that.
1: But one. I mean, you got to You got to go up there to to take it seven. Oh, Some so guys. three. So, so my but, point is, they had they had a bunch of double-digit scorers as well. Yeah, but it's it, it's it's the impact. Like, I'm not saying obviously they impact one.
0: You named Clay Capella, and so you got two other double-digit scores. I've named three before. four: Tim Hardaway, Josh Richardson, uh, um, Seth so me, Curry, and Chris. Let me,
1: in the, let me look in the playoffs exactly what these got because I keep going down. Um, uh, <coughs> to this. All right, so in the playoffs. All right. Trey Young averaged twenty-eight. Bobon averaged fourteen 1, or fourteen point one. John Collins averaged thirteen point nine, so I'm just basically say he averaged fourteen as well. Uh, thirteen point nine is fourteen. Uh, Clint Capella averaged ten. Kevin Herter averaged ten or eleven. DeAndre Hunter averaged ten point eight. Where are you 8. looking at? Basketball Reference.
0: Yeah, you know I'm saying, how do you see the playoffs? Oh, so playoffs? if you scr- if you go to the
1: uh, team, the twenty twenty one. Atlanta yeah, Hawks not, Austin. Yeah, I'm the scroll well, I'm down. Not, uh, go to the actual team. Uh, I'll, I'll send it in the group chat now. Uh,
0: no, I didn't want to look at the Hawks. I want to look at it from the Mavericks so I can have their so oh, That's yeah. while you're doing
1: it. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Um so if you go to the top where you see seasons,
3: mm-hmm. go
1: to twenty nineteen. Cause we're just talking about uh, the the six games with the um well I'd rather talk about the seven games in the six. But you
0: say go to go to season and
1: then you go to and then you go to playoffs and then you just click on that team and you find them. So you go to see uh, top basketball reference where you see seasons. You'll see the last four seasons broken down and then you're going to see uh, playoffs, schedule results, leaders, coaches, all that good stuff. See it? Oh, are, you yeah. on, are you on
0: the phone you on a computer? We got, it. yeah, I see it,
1: man. Okay, so yeah, so and then um, Danilo Gallinari averaged twelve point eight, and Cam Reddish averaged twelve point eight as well. So that's eight guys in double figures.
0: So for the twenty-one series that the Mavericks lost four to three to the Clippers, Luka averaged thirty-five, Tim Hardaway averaged seventeen, Chris Paul good, averaged. Good
6: God.
0: Kristaps averaged 13. Dorian Finney-Smith averaged 10. Bajanovich averaged 12, 12 and 8. So that's five guys right there that averaged over double digits.
1: Yeah, I got eight um, guys that averaged over double digit double digits. And I mean, and it's not I'm not going petty tip for tip. but it's just a matter. Of, I just think that the, that the Hawks last year were just were a better team than the Mavericks, especially the second half of the season. That that second half of the season, if they show up. From jump, that's probably a top three seed in the East, the way that they were playing ball. Now, it hasn't replicated this year, but just for for the bubble of last season, yeah, it's probably a top three team in the East.
0: Okay, but either way, the Clippers only had four guys that averaged double digits. None of them averaged 35.
1: No, I get that. I understand that. I mean Luca obviously is 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 one of the best scorers in the world. I'm just saying that I think that the I'm talking about
0: the team not getting done, not getting it done. I mean, forget the Hawks. Yeah. The Clippers versus the, the Clippers uh I mean the Mavericks didn't get it done. Luca had more guys averaging double digits than the Clippers did. And then he had he also had uh, another guy who Jalen Brunson was putting up eight. I mean, it, it was almost another bucket. He's putting up ten too.
6: Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, I mean, when I look at when I look at them, I'm not saying that it that it is uh, inexcusable <laughs> if he doesn't come out this year. But for his first two years, I can't think of many players that got out of the first round outside of uh, 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 the Celtics. DeBron, uh, DeBron. DeBron yeah, DeBron's Bronze never lost in the first round until last year, right? And I don't even really no, count it, last year. Either. Yeah. Anyways. Last year, whatever. There's nothing Bron can do to hurt his uh, legacy at this point But bottom line is Bron, uh Jason Tatum, um obviously got his uh, way, uh, way, uh uh Kyrie, but he Damian had Lillard. Damian Lillard, yeah.
0: That's that's he came, another he won his rookie year, he
1: uh came out the
0: first round against Houston.
1: Mm-hmm. But no, it was his rookie year, it was his second year. When
0: uh, what second, year he came in the league? Twelve. Okay,
1: now yeah, it was the second game. Uh, 12-13, well, I should say, 12-13. Yeah, yeah, it was a, it was the second game. Uh, but not really, you're talking but, about he,
0: Chris Paul and James Harden, and he right. was able to get. He, he was able to get. Was Chris job. Paul there, or was that James? Was that no, that was no, nah, that was uh, James uh, and
1: Dwight, Dwight and Dwight. But either it doesn't matter. It does It doesn't matter. Bottom line is they got there. And my thing is this. When we look at guys who never, who didn't come out of the first round in their rookie, as like a Kevin Durant, uh, one of their first time in the playoffs. Kevin Durant, obviously that includes Westbrook and Harden and stuff like that. I'm not gonna kill him for that, but at the Boy, same like time, the second
0: time in the playoffs did they come out the first
1: round? Uh, that's a good question. I know that first year they played the Lakers in seven. They took the Lakers to seven in 2010. Twenty eleven? No, they couldn't have because twenty eleven they played the Mavericks in the Western Conference Finals, so they went from first round all the way to the West Conference Finals that year. Um, when Dirk was on super super duper NBA Live mode that year, um,
0: but yeah, um, either yeah, Kevin way, Kevin Durant came out second year, second second time, year, in the second
1: time in the playoffs. He went to the West Conference, yeah, right?
0: and then he came out of the West his third uh, yep. year, third time. That's what I'm saying, bro. I'm just, like, all I'm saying is, in my opinion, the way I'm looking at the landscape of the league right now, I don't see the Mavericks being able to make a deep playoff run unless they get a player that's better than Luka to team up with them.
1: I don't see them making a deep playoff run, but I do see them at least getting to the second round this year. I I don't see them making anything Western Conference. Right now, who would
0: they be playing in the first round? Uh, let's, I'm
1: glad you asked that. Well, so remember, let me see, assuming um, the
0: play-in, let's let's just the play the let's, let's just
1: play-in. go to the one through eight for right now. Right. Western Conference standings. Um, we are looking at. They would be playing the Jazz, and I like them to put the Jazz out. I don't know I, that. I think the Jazz Have peaked. I'll be honest. I, I, I don't. They're, and they're, they're one, fully, one. They're one win. Fully
0: healthy. Them. The Mavericks don't have a big man, so they're, they're, they're fucking uh, uh, Rudy Gobert's gonna be able to protect. Luca's gonna have to score all his buckets from outside, and then you're oh, gonna compete. We don't have. What to do you factor-
4: mean outside? Just yeah. go straight at him.
0: Yeah, we don't. We don't. Ha- we don't
1: have to factor in uh, play in for them because they have four or five seed. So yeah, we good. We
0: we good. I, I'm just saying. Even then, you
4: go straight at Rudy Gobert. It- he's free money. <laughs>
0: I don't think it's that sweet, Bill. <laughs> That's what
4: the Clippers did, and they got the Jazz up out of
1: there. Hey, 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 Bill! I, I got right? a, I got a really for the, bad, for the, for the, for I got the a really my, bad joke. Really of my bad
0: argument. Joke. Really, really of my bad argument. Joke. Uh, like I said, he's gonna have to score a lot from outside. I'm not saying that he can't. We've seen him do it before, but they don't. They, once again, they don't have another guy who's gonna step up to be able to score with it oh it's gotta it has to be tim hardaway
1: jr this year this has to be the year that tim hardaway finds whatever uh he can and and well when i look at this team they got spencer dinwiddie which is a really good addition for them that's an incredible addition for them um i don't believe in frank nilakina um trey burke is there but eh, that's, that's not much dwight powell playing well reggie bullock Playing all right, and uh, Bobon Marjanovic has to find the bubble version of himself again. But Jalen Brunson, and see, we're talking about a lot of point guard play. Ain't but so many point guards can get on the team on the uh, court at one time. So with yours to your credit, Nard, they really have to have that presence inside, and Boban has to play out of his mind for them to get it done and get to that second round. I like Dorian Finney-Smith, um, I do, but I just don't necessarily know if he's the step-up guy. Now, granted his last, uh, on the season, he's averaging 10.5, but his last one, two, three, four, five, five games, he's putting up, uh, 14 or better and really averaging closer to 16, a game. Um, so he needs to tap into that going into the playoffs and maybe he's getting into playoff mode now, but, um, Again, looking at guys like uh Dwight Powell, even um, uh, where's Dwight Powell at for the season? Dwight Powell is averaging seven points a game. Brother, you have to step up. I mean, yeah, he had a twenty two point outburst against the Jazz, or so whatever that um advantage was he has there, they need to do that. Um, but you know, the the Mavericks, man, they gotta get some help for Luca. Like some actual help. Now I like the Spencer Dinwiddie move because you can play Luca as a two guard. But Luca's who's a prominent ball handler. Who's coming to Dallas? That's what
4: Mark Mark been asking this for the last ten years for the end of Dirk. Yeah, yes. From the end of Dirk's legacy, all the way coming down. Who's coming?
1: Now here's now I'm gonna give you this, Nard. Um, here's some 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 uh light at the end of the tunnel for Luca. Twenty points, twenty-four points, fourteen points, seventeen. Thirty-six and twenty-one. That's Spencer Dinwiddie's last seven games. So, if he's getting something around there along with Luca, they might be all right with we'll just guard play alone. Uh,
0: we listen. I know we gotta move on, but we gonna we gonna see. Like yeah. I said, I think they're gonna be out. I like so that. They, they get to the second round. We are gonna
1: see. Um, but let's let's stay in uh let's stay in the uh, standing since we're here. Uh, I'm gonna read down the top ten in the West and top ten in the East. Uh, we have the Suns with a commanding lead over everyone in the NBA, let alone the um, let alone the Western Conference. Um, they are 51 and 13, followed by the Warriors who just took a, a hard loss to the Lakers over the weekend. The Grizzlies, uh, John Morant is looking in MVP mode. Uh, the Jazz, uh, the Mavericks, the Nuggets, the Timberwolves. The Clippers, the Lakers, and closing out the 10 is surprisingly the Pelicans. The Pelicans have turned it around since the All-Star break. And maybe a little bit before that, but once they made the trade for C.J. McCollum, um, the Pelicans have definitely found new breath in their uh, in their bodies. They need to get Zion
0: back, bro. I didn't know he averaged 27 last, of the
1: last Yeah, absolutely. But I have Zion has played his last game in in New Orleans. I think Zion is on a one-way train to Atlanta. Oh, goodness,
0: gracious!
1: I think Zion's on a one-way change to Atlanta. Disgusting. I don't think the New York thing happens.
0: It sounds good. Be way better. Now, it it
1: would, especially I if they're mean, able to keep Capella fuck, uh, or uh,
0: Jay Barrett and Cam. Yeah. I think mean, of this in college. Trey yeah. Young better than both of them combined. Yeah. I'd, so I'd, far, I'd,
1: yeah. I agree. Um, Although R.J. is playing good ball as of late, but no, it's Trey Young. Come come on. Come on. We're talking about first-team, all-NBA-type play. Come on. (laughs) It's just different. Um, Let me see. Uh, In first place in the Heat is Christian's Miami Heat, followed by the 76ers, the Bucks, the Bulls, the Celtics, the Cavaliers, the Raptors, the Hornets, the Nets are sitting outside of the playoffs currently in ninth, and the Hawks rounded out at ten.
3: The Cavs just took um, a huge hit this, uh, I think yesterday They did, yeah especially They just lost um, Jared, Jared Allen Jared Allen And at mm, this late What do you heard? Jared Allen Fractured finger Oh, like he's not for the season? Out indefinitely uh, I don't
1: know if Yeah, it's
0: going to be out for the season Because if you, if, hey, if he he you actually, up
1: Kobe I, I believe he will tape it up Especially depending on where they go to the playoffs Pl- Playing the type of position he plays He's but not a,
0: he get buckets up
1: he does. All he,
0: he
4: gets he gets buckets, but like,
1: it's his, not his like he's, he's a... got to
4: be a shooter or anything like that. He yeah, you know he's he gets his uh, off the glass and everything like that. Yeah, this
1: year Jared Allen's averaging uh sixteen points and uh ten sixteen points, ten point eight boards, and uh one point three blocks. Yeah,
0: so I mean he'll come back even if he was <clears throat> averaging let's say still giving him ten instead of you know saying sixteen because you're not getting. As many minutes, you know what I'm saying? You're still going to need that presence, uh, especially in the playoffs, bro.
1: And like you said, Nar, in, in the playoffs, everybody is hurt, you know what
0: I'm saying? So, everybody,
1: it's just how you deal with the pain.
0: And luckily, you, you know, it's a finger, you know, it's not like right, 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 uh, you know, something else. Is it on uh, the shooting lower out? limbs?
1: Um, I'm glad you asked that. Let me, yeah, let me find out. Um, fractured middle finger, uh, let's see here.
6: So Jared Allen uh on his
1: in his left middle finger. Um no, I don't think it's a shooting hand.
3: But I think they said it definitely no unless they said unless funny. they had to do surgery on it.
6: Um uh, let me see here. Uh, do, 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 do. all right, so MVP,
1: let's go. Let me get y'all a quick five. Quick five is an MVP. Quick five, yes, sir. Uh,
3: give me uh, give me Ja, give me Embiid, give me Joker. Um, little Giannis in there and Steph if he can make a, a late run push.
6: Give me um, John ja Morant. Um, John ja Morant.
0: <laughs> John ja Morant, if they get out of the first round,
6: sure,
0: John ja if they get out of the second round, I'll round it out with LeBron.
3: All right, I seriously All right. You, so you have no, to I'm least... not.
0: but seriously, I think, uh, really honestly, right now, if the Grizzlies continue playing the way they're playing, like, in my opinion, bro. It's a one man race. Like I don't think that anybody is playing as valuably for their team as John Moran. Like that's you don't you don't like, like, no this side year, to. Uh,
3: I was just saying, Embiid.
0: Yes, no, I'm not saying that, boy. I'm saying we all know that part of the MVP it can be a style show ex- because think about it like this: when Jokic won, there was no nobody was really having a year. With the highlights, the scoring, on top of putting a team that people wouldn't really think would be as high of a a seed as they are currently. Nobody was really doing that when when Jokic won the MVP last year individually. So a lot of people were hurt, you know what I'm saying? Stuff like that. This year, Joel Embiid is obviously every year he's going to be an MVP caliber player. One year he may win, but. What John Morant's doing, bro, it- it's what the NBA wants. You want the highlights. You want the – bro, Did you saw that dunk where he took a one-step gather and gammed on a seven-footer from probably nine feet away? You know what I'm saying? Then on top of that, <clears throat> you won that game, drop at 50. You know what I'm saying? And then your team's in a, a third seed in the West. I just feel like it's a common... – every. everything is not X's and O's. If it was straight X's and O's – then, yeah, Embiid, in my opinion, will be ranked much higher. And I was just playing when I said John Moran five times. Obviously, Embiid will be in there. Um, uh, Depending on, honestly, um, in my opinion, if if the Lakers can, you know what I'm saying, climb somewhere where they're not in the play-in and LeBron, you know what I'm saying, has a few more crazy games, he could get some serious consideration. Uh, But obviously, Mm. right now... I don't I, think so. I'm, I'm talking like about consideration. And, and, I don't think, I think he, he would, get, if, if the Lakers, because I don't know mathematically what they can do, but if somehow, let's say he got them to a four seed or something while Anthony did, because we don't know when he's coming back, while he's still hurt, I feel like he would he would get a vote or two. You know what I'm saying? So that's why you got to put him in the top five, because he's he would end up in top five voting. That's just how I did it like that. But, um, yeah, I just think this year, John Morant, It's the excitement that comes along with how dominating his play has been. That's why, to me, he's going to edge out Embiid if the Grizzlies continue to play how they're playing. And plus, on top of that, um, I think Embiid's shine as far as MVP is going to dim just a little bit with James Harden now being there. He's going to be, you know what I'm saying, a big part of these wins and stuff now. Okay, um, and and I'm not
1: I'm not mad at. It. I just think you gotta be. I don't think we'll ever see an MVP coming out of a playing team, but who no, knows? No, 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 no.
0: That's why I said LeBron would have to. You know what I'm saying? Do get them at least like he would have to go crazy. These how last many games
1: are left? How I don't many know. games are left? Uh, where are we at? Uh, thirty, thirty five, and twenty eight and thirty five. So that's sixty three. That gives him about 19, 19 games, and he's already missing one. So he would have to go. Okay, so let me – how do I say this? Had the play-in been around in the 2012-13 season, Kobe's career is totally different. The ending of Kobe's career is totally different because he was fighting for eighth. But the idea and the possibility now you can fight for just 10th to get in, it's just a different ball game. So you don't have to fight as hard and it saves his body not having to play forty eight minutes a night. If LeBron were to do something like that, I'm not guaranteeing an Achilles, but it's just not worth it at all. No, no, no. Nothing, 100%. nothing no, you're, about you're, it as well. When you, you have two more
0: two more spots it. that you, you can, can contend and play two games as opposed and, to playing nineteen games as hard as you can exactly no. No, Do it somewhere
1: else. Do it somewhere else. Trust. Me. Yeah, and that's why I said it's, it's,
0: it's probably not going to happen. It would just be a if if it were to happen like that, you know what I'm saying? Now, just
1: how that. Yeah. Ooh. Um. Last week we talked about uh, the potential of trading Anthony Davis, and especially to somebody like the Oklahoma City Thunder.
6: Um.
1: Another team I would be interested in trading Anthony Davis to, and we just talked about him, is the Atlanta, the Atlanta Hawks. Oh. No, I wouldn't trade for Zion. No. Personally, I don't think Zion is that good of a defender to trade um, him because you still have to get back defense. Because what are you going to do? Have a 38-year-old LeBron being the best <laughs> defender on your team, especially your best post defender? Hell no. But I would entertain – trading him for a package of Clint Capella and uh and um John John or John Collins. Absolutely I'm not,
3: I'm not mad at that.
1: I think at that at that trade I, idea? No. I would absolutely entertain that thought. If I'm the Lakers. Well first of all if I'm the, if I'm the Hawks too, especially if you don't make the playoffs this year or you barely get out at this point, the John Collins thing, you either are trading him for Zion Williamson or I would trade I would entertain trying to trade him for Anthony Davis.
3: I wouldn't be mad at the at the package deal just because. I mean, granted, the only the only downfall to AD is his health. Like, what at what yeah. cost at what cost are you going to pair him with with Trey Young, where? If he goes down, who's the backup to at least keep the Hawks afloat? Because honestly, I think with with Trey Young and AD, that's an unstoppable combination right there. And then you mm-hmm. add the you add the shooters around too. That spreads the floor out tremendously.
1: Uh, the backup in that case, I would say, is probably. Um, uh, I mean. That's a shorter backup, but, hell, you, you maybe have to make some plays. But the bottom line is you can't keep going on with this, and you'd be bringing no. in a proven winner, and I think that's something that they could entertain. Absolutely. And they
3: definitely sell tickets.
1: Yeah, for sure. And Ad, healthy AD and Trey Young is dangerous. Oh, absolutely. But the Lakers absolutely. need to try and get pieces back in under their rust because where they're standing currently, they are screwed for the next 10 years if they don't get a
3: championship out of this. Pretty soon, I mean, they already got one out of it, but the more than merrier for the for league, is, uh... and
1: that's why I don't understand people saying that this has been a failure because it hasn't been a failure. It just may not have lived up to the expectations. But I can't say it's a failure. When you get a championship, it, it's not a no, failure. Yeah, it's because.
4: It's but because I I think big. he
3: does need a multiple amount of championships, or he needs at least another finals appearance. I no, don't know. The finals, a appear, you need a championship. Finals yeah,
4: I, need, need to be a chip, bro.
3: There are certain franchises
4: we talked about this before. Is another finals appearance without a chip.
1: Yeah, for sure, for sure, for sure. You don't sure. want
4: to be four and seven.
1: No, it you, needs you don't want to be four.
4: five and six. You know? And even
1: then, I, I get it, man. See, it, 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 there's so much to say on this topic, but bottom line is, it's not a, a LeBron failure. It's a team failure. That he's four and six, of course. is he the of course. common denominator? Yes, but it's it's a it's a it's a team thing, man. I the only one I, that you can, that,
4: that. that you tie around his neck is eleven.
1: Yeah, twenty eleven. There's no excuse for it. Yeah, he literally shit the bed. But everything else, I ain't mad at it. But either way, let's not get into that conversation. Um, what else do we have to talk about about the National Basketball Association? Um,
3: ooh, status funny. on the net. What do you see the uh, the Nets? Um. Do you see them being a failure?
1: Well, Kevin Durant came back this week, and I think they're 0 2 since his return.
3: Hmm. I think he's still getting his feet under with his MCL spring. But I don't know. Are they are they is this gonna be considered a failure if they don't go far again this year with Kyrie or with the trades they made with for Ben and everything? Or what do you guys say?
1: I mean Kyrie should be playing at home and away by the time the playoffs start.
3: I believe that's going to happen. This is very but true.
1: To me, if you want the truth, bro, I think the Nets. Uh, I think the Nets. Are really hyped. Do I want to say they tanked? Tanked in what way? Do I want to say they tanked? On purpose. Um, it's like this, man. Um, I'm going to put on my tinfoil cap, right? My tinfoil hat says the Nets knew that just in case this whole mandate thing was in effect, they could at least play four games away, and they wouldn't really worry about missing Kyrie. And they could win two games at home, and they feel like they could win two games away. That's what my tin foil hat says. Mm-hmm. My basketball brain says the Nets are
3: in trouble. I think the Knicks are in trouble. I don't think that... With all that, ta- with all that talent they got on that roster, how can you purposely tank of anything? Like, I don't... I don't know. I feel like it, it, it's, it's going to be inexcusable for what they had talent-wise, you know?
6: But that's just me. Hold on, say that last point one more time. I'm sorry, it cut out.
3: I said, um, I said, how with all that talent they had on their roster, how can you purposely tank? Like that shouldn't make no sense to me.
1: Oh, it's very easy. It's very easy. To, we see football teams do it every day, but I'm not gonna accuse them of doing that. Um But what I will say I, is again, I think that they are um I think they're in trouble. I, definitely I think see him so for sure. I think the Heat can beat him. Bro, I, I think he could beat them. wait, well, yeah, because you're the number one Heat fan in the world. But no, I think even, uh,
3: very yeah, true. Real, real, no, realistically, take it off animal side. If you if mm-hmm. you look at the if you look at the rosters side by side, the only thing that 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 um the only thing I feel like that stops is KD gonna get his thirty and Curry gonna get his twenty. After that, I feel no, like no, the no, Heat. No. Kyrie's tell, gonna get his thirty. All right, so Katie and, Kyrie, Katie and Kyrie, with their thirty, and then after that, what do they got from after that? Compared to how deep the Heat are,
4: uh, I
1: wouldn't say if, that. If 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 Ben can cook, if Ben,
3: if ben you said
1: cook, all Ben got to do is average sixteen, and Ben was exactly. doing that anyways. But if he's in a, a place if he can give where you he 16 actually and
4: give you eight, give you eight and eight.
3: Which which y'all, that's, y'all, a, that's y'all, a y'all y'all count on him to give you the sixteen? No, that's true. I don't necessarily know that.
1: I think Ben.
4: Nah, you need sixteen from from Ben. No, you no, no. A, I'm saying. I'm saying. 16, 18 I, points from.
1: Ben. I don't think. I don't think we're reaching one net sixteen from Ben. Ben, that's what he does in his sleep. Um. That's mm-hmm. that's what he does in his. Sleep. I don't
3: know because I see I see him more facilitating.
1: That's fine, but Ben Still, okay, he's your best low post presence. Uh, well, maybe Kevin Durant, but he, he's one of your best low post presence. He's a mismatch on point guard, and him having scores surrounding him like Kevin Durant and Kyrie, that does nothing but open the lane up for him to just drive. And if he's in a situation where he feels confident, that's a scary sight. Very okay. scary sight.
3: Did Ben play the last uh, matchup when he played him or
1: not? No, Ben hasn't played all year. I would love to see that matchup. I
3: don't know. I feel
1: like I tell you one game Ben is well, playing not playing. Well, you're March not going to
4: see Ben until next week, so
1: yeah, you, you will not see him March 11th. I can guarantee you that.
6: <laughs> that much you, you might can see him bet March 11th.
1: Oh, you gonna see him on the sidelines? He he. Oh, street see clothes him on March 11th. Street clothes. Street clothes.
4: You see him on I'll March 11th because the game is March 10th. Oh, is it March tenth? Yes, sir.
1: Okay, well whatever whatever day it is, um, you will not see him.
4: Are they playing um Saturday or Friday?
1: I'll tell you what the Nets uh next games are.
4: I know they're playing obviously they're playing Thursday in Philly, but
1: Um uh no, they play Sunday uh against the Knicks.
4: So, I would say the game after that, he comes back.
1: I oh, don't know. The Knicks are a good team to get your cardio up on.
4: That, okay. You know, that is very true. But it, it, it's, it's too obvious Teams, yeah. of a look. It is way too obvious of a look to come back the game right afterwards.
1: That's fair. Now, after that, the next uh, uh few games they play is the Knicks the Magic, the Mavericks, the Blazers, the Jazz, the Grizzlies, the Heat, the Hornets, the Pistons, the Bucks, the Hawks. And then it kind of simmers down with the Rockets and Knicks. But then it picks right back up, closing the season out with the Cavs and Pacers. It ain't going to be no easy feat. And if I'm Ben, look, man, you got to get all the chemistry. You can mm.
3: So. I think Ben, I think Ben a prima donna, bro. I mean, that's another conversation. But
6: yeah, yeah. that's fine. <laughs> I have my opinions on them. That's fair.
4: We all got our opinions. Yeah. All right. Let's yeah. uh,
1: let's uh, let's continue on, fellas. If he had the mindset let's... of
3: Giannis, he would be as good as Giannis. Facts. Yes. But, so we go transition yes. to the NFL or the craps table.
1: If Giannis had the skills that he has, minus ah! <laughs> um, yeah, why green.
3: not?
6: We're, yeah, why not? Green.
3: What you mean I'm green, ladies and gentlemen? Let me get this cell. Hello. <laughs> um.
1: Well, let's set it up, man. Calvin Ridley has uh been boy- suspended <laughs> indefinitely. A P by Rose's the NFL. Spell. Yeah, but see, Pete was winning.
3: You know, the Falcons suck. So and let's, for let's honest... also not for, let, let's also not forget that Pete Rose is still the hitting king. I don't care what no one says. He is four thousand hits, but they don't want to claim it because of his gambling thing. Yeah, wow. Well, mm-hmm. Be that
1: as it may, Calvin Ridley uh,
6: uh, was suspended
1: indefinitely by the NFL. Mm -hmm. Uh, For gambling Now Let's get the full story out Because I don't want to just Simplify as gambling Uh, According to CBS Sports uh, I want to give credit to uh, Shayna McCarriston On Monday the NFL announced Atlanta Falcons wide receiver Calvin Ridley has been suspended for at least One year for gambling on NFL games. The NFL statement said the bets took place within a five-day period in late November 2021. The bets took place while Ridley was on the non-football illness list and away from team facilities. Um, according to ESPN, the bets took place on a mobile phone and were placed out of state. The bets were reported yeah. a multi-legged parlay involving three, five, and eight games that included the Falcons to win per source. Ridley has spoken out against allegations – admitting that he bet on games but saying he does not have a gambling problem. He has been live-tweeting as the new news develops in with multiple tweets on the topic. Ridley began his tweets with one that stated, I learned from my L's. If that's not hilarious, I don't know what is. (laughs) Followed it
6: up with, I bet
1: 1,500 total I don't have a gambling problem. Followed by, I couldn't even watch football at that point. Um, and then his PR team finally realized he had his phone in his hand so he <laughs> tweeted out just gonna be more healthy when I come back
3: Um, after the damage was done give me this
4: goddamn phone <laughs> <laughs>
1: and then of course of course y'all know what he tweeted after that
6: if you know what? me
1: you know my character. Come on, man. Gosh dog, your PR definitely went to uh to uh San Diego State College, boy. We can definitely tell.
4: Nah, they 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 real, 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 real deal. Dade County, Bower County individuals that just put in cliche here. Yeah. That's what that's what got, got his butt in trouble. He um texting in uh oh excuse me. Not texted, but he uh, draft. Uh, not, he placed bets at the Hard Rock Live. I'm not at the Hard Rock Cafe, Cafe in um, Miami. Mm-hmm.
3: Which is a great so, casino, had, by the way. It is. Sorry.
4: And then he, no, um, but <laughs> that automatically got um, picked up with the NFL's um, Genius Sports something. Once Genius Sports caught a wind of it, they automatically mm-hmm. notified um the NFL. So Yeah. And that's how he got
1: in trouble. My thing is this, bro. Um I just don't like the idea that <laughs> okay, look. Y'all don't suspend Steven Ross for essentially gambling games and fixing games what's your suspending Calvin Ridley
4: well he wasn't gambling he was um
1: fixing games
4: he was taking games
1: fixing and, um, games
4: he's white and
1: uh he's okay and there, and he's, there, we he's there we go there the we go now now we talking. now we're talking because at the end of the day he signs Roger Goodell's checks very
4: much so he's one thirty
1: two um there have been re- uh, reactions outside of the uh, outside of uh you know uh, the NFL um, and 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 you know different ones, people saying they ain't mad at them. some people saying, "Oh man, they tell us not to. That's good old RG three. They tell us not to bet and you bet whatever. Um, and then uh, Marshall Newhouse goes suspending a player for marginal gambling offenses while negotiating multi billion dollar deals with gambling entities. Hilarious. Um, yeah, man. I mean, Emmanuel Acho, who I'm not a big fan of, says you wow. should. Feel, uh, I'm just not a fan of multiple reasons. Multiple, multiple reasons. All right, give me one. Give me one. Give me one. I'm good. I'm good. I want to protect the brand. I'm good. I'll i I'll just say Sam or Emmanuel. Which
4: one are
1: you you don't like? The one who's on FS one? Both, honestly. I don't like either of the Acho brothers, but yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll continue on. Um uh, Is it
4: a big ass gap he got
1: in his team? No, no, it has <laughs> nothing to do with that at all. I have a gap. It has nothing to do with that. But anywho, um Yeah, I'm just I'm just I mean, look, Calvin Ridley, he wasn't playing. He was technically just on the roster. He was out. But look, man, again, <sighs> The NFL just is the no fun league. dude. wasn't he
3: out for mental health reasons? Yeah, man, that boy was out at Vegas. <laughs> I mean, shoot, but man, he, look. come on, bro.
0: You're supposed you Woody, how is it no fun? You should be able to bet on games. If you're not playing, I don't mind.
3: I don't either. It's not like you. Here's to thing, though, bro. It, but unless, think. unless the only thing that I can think of is unless he was texting his boys. Like yo, I put this play in, I'm gonna need y'all to do a- X, Y, and Z and I'll break you off. No, I get play.
1: that. But the only That's way my point. Really affect, the only way you how can you really affect that? winning, the only way you can really affect winning is if you had some inside intel to for the next team to tank. Bro, telling your telling your team to go win the game. No, i really doesn't that. do much
0: or nothing. Bro, how many how you think these it's just like uh, the NBA, this is a brotherhood. All these niggas know each other, they're friends. Not saying that they would, you know what I'm saying uh necessarily they grew t- up together. Yeah, bro. It's yeah,
1: like no, I get it. Each other. I get it. I just don't see how, unless you're um colluding with another team, that gambling yeah, and that's, betting—that's like easy. To play that's for.
0: E- They're saying that's easy to. Do. It's 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 weak. Let's say it's week fifteen. Uh-huh. Seeds are already locked up. You know what I'm saying? And, and, and somebody reaches out. Hey, bro, I'm putting. You know what I'm saying? Fucking. 10 bands on y'all to lose. You know what I'm saying? Y'all already got the playoffs locked up, da-da-da. Go out there, drop something, fumble something for me, just so you know what I'm saying. I can go cash in. If that's your man like that, and you're and you're, you know what I'm saying, your season's like you might consider who you're thinking, nigga, who's gonna know if I if a nigga comes tackling and, and I just fumble, you know what I'm saying? No, I I it on and from an NFL's perspective, if it's even a possibility, you have to rule it out. You can't allow that for the integrity of the game. You know what I'm saying? Otherwise, you would have to constantly explain how this is an isolated incident uh you know this is one player who decided to do this although players can bet it's not something that's widespread then it's just too much money involved so you have to you know what i'm saying even though more than likely like you said it's a 98 percent chance it wouldn't happen the fact that there's two percent you have to cut it out you do. especially I, I, when I'm there's money you. involved i'm with you um because look at Pete Rose. That nigga's still not in the Hall of Famer, man, right? Yeah. He's also White. Exactly. They won't let – exactly. That, it, that it, went, it, that.
1: Went, it went over your head. Don't worry about it. Anyway, <laughs> it went over your head. Don't worry about it. <laughs> um, but, yeah, what other news do we have in the NFL? Oh, combine, man. Let's let's talk about this combine. Bro. Were y'all really paying attention to the combine this weekend?
0: Yeah, bro. It was a couple. I, um, I think didn't we have pre- – no, He was Jordan Davis, big ass.
3: Bruh. I'm gonna keep it. Hey, am <laughs> a, a, gonna keep it a buck. This is a fast ass motherfuckers in the combine this year. Bro,
0: yeah, man, bro, they joint, bro. It's a couple. It was a couple. Um, cause one dude ran a four two. Jordan Davis, what do you run a four eight?
3: Mm-hmm. So, but so my thing, is my so let me ask y'all this. My I'm man, Bubba Bolden ran a four four. Let me a. You know, advise we out here. I had to shot my man out, you know. But let me ask y'all this do y'all think the speed, the fast guys, their game can translate onto the field in no. the sense of like, in the no. sense of like, you no? Know, speed, it depends. Is nothing. As it, you no. John it, it, but here's it, what,
1: here's it, it why depends. I say speed it means depends. nothing. It depends on I'm, position.
3: I'm, well, it okay,
1: you on go
0: on ahead. You, you go ahead. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I, I'm just saying the reason that it can because you got to think. If you see a guy like Tyreek Hill, he probably smoked his 40. You know what I'm saying? You're like, okay, that speed, that speed is unreal. If I can get his fundamentals down, if he doesn't have any, and he has that natural speed, combine that with, you know what I'm saying, what I'm going to develop him into, you're going to end up with Tyreek Hill. Then you have, on the other hand, guys like Darius hay who are just fast.
1: At his no pro day, he did a 4.29 in the 40. Who? Uh, Tyreek Hill.
0: Yeah, see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. But you take a guy like Darius Haber Bailey who smoked the 40 as well, when there's no development, you get that.
1: That's so, why I say speed doesn't matter. Because well, no, how many I more times it, it
0: matters to who it matters to the good coaches, the guys who can develop
1: ex- Exactly.
0: And and and
1: so, okay, not to take over what you're saying, but to piggyback Absolutely. off of what you're saying, I agree with you. But I just agree in a in a in a glass half empty kind of way. Yes. It's a lot of guys that are fast as shit out there. It's a lot of guys that will blow a 40-time out as well. It's a lot of guys every year that we see max out on the 225 bench press. We see all that. Great. It's good for the Olympics. But guess where it don't matter? In the NFL, my boy. It literally, you can't – your 40-time don't determine whether or not you can make such and such play. It's, it's – it, to me – I don't necessarily care about the Wonderlick test per se, but I do think that there's something to say about the cerebral part of, of football. And then it, there should be more skills to really see real game situations in the combine versus just flat out 40 times to me. Like, I think that we should have evolved from just depending on or, or, or being so so uh, high key on 40 times. Not that it shouldn't be done there. Not that the 225 reps shouldn't be done. But at the same time, bro, there's so many other things that are, intangible to the game that I just feel like could help out to look in a, in the uh in the combine than what they do there and I just have seen too many fast guys and got like remember oh yeah uh, um, what um his name um uh LSU quarterback that went to the Raiders um Jamarcus Russell uh, he
6: yeah. he
1: could throw a hundred yards off of his knee what did it matter
0: in the game nothing right it, it meant literally but not he, he, he no, I homo. feel I, I, I like that. Try- that doesn't mean nothing. It's the combination of intangibles. If he had the same mentalities other quarterbacks with an arm like that, he would have been a better Josh Allen.
1: Right, and, and and listen, I may be old man on the lawn for this. I'm I'm cool with that. But I'm just saying, for me, I've seen way too many times guys have had crazy 40s and, and other uh, other uh, measurables that it just didn't translate on on the football field. But. I, I agree with you in the same distance that that guys like a Tyreek Hill, when you talk about coaching and skills, all like that, when it all comes together, but how many times does it come together is the question.
0: No, I, I mean, we can name a lot of guys.
1: Oh, a, a lot. We can also name Tyler a lot Johnson of guys. ran that they,
0: a 4 three, eight.
1: Right. And Jerry Rice ran like a 4-6. Uh, what did Jerry Rice run? 4, four 7 what I one. What, it, what,
0: what, it It, it kind of goes both ways because you're right too. Right. It doesn't matter if you don't have the intention. I'm just but a pessimist. If do
1: if I mean, you on do this kind of stuff, really I'm a matters.
0: pessimist.
1: Yeah, I, I'm. I'm just a pessimist, man. When it comes to this kind of stuff, because I've been fooled. Fool me once, shame on you. Fool me twice, shame on me. And I've been fooled way too many times. Way, way, way too many motherfucking times for this. Yeah, I I'm you. good. I'm good. But at the same time, you are right. Guys like Tyreek Hill, guys like um, like a, who was the guy you just mentioned um, um. There's another wide receiver user. Oh, Calvin Johnson running a four three at, at his size—that is insane. So I, I definitely agree with you there. Um, but yeah, Christian, sorry to uh, have that. That. Uh,
3: no, that, no, just that the, no, 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 no. Because it made me think of like, yo, you think of John Ross, where everyone was so hyped of. Oh, it's another guy. It's just, it's just oh, speed is gonna be good, and he hasn't really shown much except injuries. To be honest with you. That's not knocking. That's not knocking like what he did in college and everything. But you know, you see them. You see, you see like the league itself kind of hype. You know, like you said, the speed, the the uh, the strength and everything. But at the end of the day, it's the intangibles that the organization has for for that player, and can they develop that player into a good football player or a great football player? You know.
1: Right. Um. I have a a list of some guys. Who they're saying should have had? Who probably wished that they had a do-over at the combine? Y'all want to go through that? If these names stick out to y'all? Yeah, hell
3: yeah. All right, I mean, so I Devin. Know. I ain't De- really paying attention, so y'all got to. That's cool.
1: That's cool. Yeah. Uh, Devin Lloyd, inside linebacker for Utah. Um, his forty time was in the bottom ten of linebackers. He has a thirty-five inch vertical. He has a ten point six broad jump. Um,
0: well, they're saying crazy. this. My son has a twenty inch vertical. He's six. But yeah, so
1: <laughs> it's it, this dude here. But yeah, so they uh they're saying there's plenty of tape on him to make up for it. And this is what I'm saying, like with these with these measurables. It's like, man, you know, uh uh but on the flip side they're giving him him green light. Cause shoot if you look at Darius Leonard's 40 time, uh he had a 466. Uh, Or, no, he had this guy had a 4.66 on the 40, which is faster than Darius Leonard and uh, uh,
0: perennial all pro, right? So, I mean, these things
1: don't matter. Um, Kayvon Thibodeau, edge rusher out of Oregon. Um, what did he he, run? I'll find out. He ran a 4.58 in the 40. I mean, that's
0: what that's around what I was expecting, 27
1: reps on the 225. Um, I'm looking now, what were his issues? Uh, uh, let me see. His motor. They're saying his motor wasn't that great. Um, in
0: uh, now, the, see, argument- here's the thing with the workout in the motor. I feel like when guys, k Thibodeau, is a lot to be a top 10 pick. I oh, for like sure. When Very you, much when so. You know, when you know that, you're not going to put all your energy forth in these drills and possibly you know what i'm saying have a non-contact injury for something where you know even if you didn't participate you might even get drafted higher than you did if you did participate so here's the thing
1: william mcginnis uh reports that um during his telecat his uh workouts thibodeau claimed he wanted to do drills as both a d lineman and a linebacker so on their pro day on april 2nd um he's going to do so but doing so in Indy would have made for a longer day than he was comfortable participating in. So it sounds like yeah, he so had a, uh he just didn't necessarily care yeah, for Just wait
4: till your pro day. When you a real top 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 tier guy, you yep. wait for your pro day because it's a more comfortable setting and you know all all the guys come there focused on you. Also, really you care about your pro your ah your pro day because you can help some of your homies and your teammates out that don't get as much shine as you do, you can put a couple eyes on them by putting them in an advantageous uh, positions.
1: So, right. So let's look at uh, another one. Um, great, great notes, by the way, Dale. Uh, Traylon Burks, um, wide receiver from Arkansas. Um, the issue wasn't necessarily that he had a bad combine, but he just was middle of the pack from what I'm reading here. He had a 4.55 on the 40. Mm-hmm.
0: mm-hmm. Um,
1: which is really yeah. actually I saying, but... uh, He's six foot two, two twenty five, so it's not awful. But another bigger receiver in North Dakota State's Christian Watson um, ran a four three six. Um, he managed to jump just thirty three on the vertical jump and ten point two on the broad jump, and he struggled to change his his direction in the position drills. Um, but nobody thinks that's going to knock him out of the first round or make a difference in the pro level, but there is question his main focus, w- what will he look like on his pro day um, on March 9th, which his pro day is in two day? Uh, yeah, it's this week. So,
0: yeah. I mean, like, like you said, bro, this is where it, it all goes back to both of us being right. He may not have had the workout, but he has the intangibles to get it done on the field. When you look at him, I mean, not too many college receivers – Every year, you know, what I'm saying going twelve hundred yards without a quarterback, that's probably going first round. You know, what exactly. I'm saying or or is getting that consideration for for being a you know a, a guy who's going to get drafted. So for him to have twelve hundred yards, and then you know, what I'm saying against Alabama, he almost went for two hundred and two touchdowns off eight receptions. He went for one eighty and two touchdowns. So mm-hmm. he obviously has the. Ability to get it done against the best of the best, and which is why, like, like you said, you, you see, and, it, and, it, and here's what I'm saying. This goes back to Luca having an attitude problem, throwing the ball at people. See what I told? I told you. You think you don't do this type of shit in practice? You think so? Okay, but um, yo, <laughs> look,
4: at look, out, look at up. the range. Look at the range. Rudy Gobert
0: bitch ass <laughs> up. Come on, Rudy Gobert would have knocked the slap shit out that nigga. Straight back to Slovakia. Wherever Gobert, we come. That's scary. Stop
6: it. Oh, okay, and, but listen and, though. In, and, and,
0: in a in, a, in, a, in, a, in, a, in a, listen, listen is. Earl. In a alley, in a alley, no lights, dark, but you could see Rudy Gobert versus Luca Doncic. Who you taking?
1: Rudy Gobert. But what? Give me a timestamp on this. Uh, oh, one, one uh, all, right, all right, cool. All right, don't worry about it. Um, yeah. all right. So timestamp, timestamp killer all right hold on but um all right yeah yeah no, okay why is a white man in an alley that dark at night i'm scared <laughs> <of them. laughs> i'm talking about him i'm
0: just talking about a street fight rudy gobert and, and, luka Doncic. And, and, what?
4: Earl, if, why if you're about to cut this whole thing out i might as well just finish my my thought. luka Doncic is gonna win because luka Doncic is from one of the baltic states and them <laughs> they get down over there <laughs>
0: I hey, no, that, that that's true, true bear, That's true. That. That's true. Slovakia, Serbia, all them niggas. But, yeah, um, all them niggas
4: get down. Come on, bro. You know them all niggas
0: of them. get down. Uh-uh. For sure. For sure. All of them. But, but no, I'm going to go back to what I was saying. But, um, yeah, so like I was saying, bro, he, he gets the – he got the job done, you know what I'm saying, in the big games. Um So those are the things that, like you were saying, that although your workout might not be great – they also have actual game footage against opponents, probably guys that they're considering drafting themselves that you did well against. So, yeah. You know, all in all, you know what I'm saying, having an excellent workout doesn't mean the end for everybody. However, it can significantly, we've seen it significantly up draft stock for players. Oh, like 1 Davis. million percent. Jo- yes, Jordan yes, Davis yes. probably put himself in, maybe in, in the top five just I got, that workout alone, because guys are like, okay, at three forty, if he's running a four imagine if I can get him down to a playing weight of around three ten.
3: Imagine some. You go ahead, Christian. Yeah, I got something for y'all. So, do y'all think the senior the senior bowl uh, adds a little more weight to the players in the combine because you're seeing these players in action?
0: Hey, you know what? I, I I, hey, know. Here's why I say I'm... yes. The senior bowl is not like the Pro Bowl. They, they be out there playing, bro. And they be hitting. Yes, they do. You know what I'm saying? So that's yes, why they I do. say I say yes. Like you're trying you're to get a spot. Exactly. Because you're seeing guys who now you're not going to see obviously the guys who think they're going to go number one, but the guy a lot of really, 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 really good college players playing that senior role. And like Dan was just saying, it's very competitive. So I think, yeah, absolutely. It's the very last time that they suit up against other guys who they're going to potentially, it's really like a big ass job trial. Yeah. No, you know uh, a job interview. And and Nar, wouldn't you say to an extent,
1: um being a senior can kind of have a, a a negative connotation as to uh getting oh, drafted, absolutely. especially today, because yeah, why, why didn't you come out your come junior? Out. Yeah, exactly. Right. So so yeah, yeah, yeah. Like I I, I think sometimes well, not sometimes, but I think in this generation, being a senior has almost
0: been a detriment being
1: a senior playing college
0: ball. Oh, Unless you like to ball the fuck out your senior year. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Obviously, like let's just say it's a person who, um, you know, wasn't ready that junior year and that senior year, they just turned it up to a new level. Then executives will look like, okay, he, he makes good decisions. You know what I'm saying? Or he didn't come yeah. out when he wasn't ready. Go ahead. Or you know what? Something that we forget often talking
1: about these NCAA athletes—they are student athletes. What about the right. rare case that they may want to finish their degree? And you know, people always say, "Oh yeah, you can go back," but you know,
4: nigga, ain't nobody trying to do that.
1: What, what right. if I? What if I exactly? What if I just happen to want to finish my degree? Like, like
4: if you right there, like if you got if you like got a year left
1: mm-hmm. on
4: your degree, I could see you staying.
1: You know, it's one thing we haven't talked about. What do y'all think the possibility, especially with the NIL going in, that we could see more seniors staying because there's no pressure to leave with, with desperation the money. of
0: money? Oh my. I think, bro, you're going to see a lot of guys, and it's good for the NFL because now you're going to get a lot of guys. Uh, uh, you're in college as well. You're going to get a lot more guys that are ready to be in that professional league. Mm-hmm. We're gonna, In my opinion, a few years down the line, we're going to see less bus than we traditionally see as far as guys who when they come in the league they look like a deer in headlights you know what i'm saying it'll be one thing you you'll still have guys who just you know what i'm saying they're just not they're just not nfl players they're not nBA players it just didn't work out for them but we're gonna see a lot less of those guys like why the fuck did they draft you right
1: <laughs> no and, and and i think that i think you're right on that um i definitely think
0: you're right on that um and i think that's good bro because now, you know what I'm saying? It really gives and shit, honestly, if we're keeping it frank, this was a amazing move for young black men because now think about how many young black men that, you know, just left to go to the league, like you said, don't have to do that anymore, so they can actually finish and graduate. Just mm-hmm. because they don't have to go. They have bread. They can you know and, what I'm saying now?
4: Exactly. And now they can learn how to
0: Use that money, that money before bread. they even get to the league.
4: Exactly. Have, and
0: like, through through actual trial and error of themselves. You know what I'm saying? Yeah.
4: None gonna touch league money. Money, obviously, but it's but good still. for them to educate themselves and have practical use of right. uh, having bread and having things. You know.
1: Hey, random. Did you guys? Did any of y'all catch that? Uh, that Lakers show that's on HBO.
0: Uh, I, no, saw no, I was, gonna watch, I was, I was gonna watch it on demand. I didn't it. get a chance to watch the first episode though. So let me give y'all, yeah, I did. And let
1: me give y'all my first uh instance. Do y'all remember when Magic Johnson was uh when they asked Magic was he going to watch it and how he kind of was like, nah, we have our own thing coming out soon, so I think I'll pay attention to that. Mm. I totally get why.
6: Oh,
1: that's what? <laughs> gonna No, don't. I don't
0: feel it.
6: I totally
1: get why. The
0: trailers
6: oh, okay,
1: good. so I mean, no, the trailer. You said the trailers look good. Yeah. So let me, let me put it this so, way: in the, fir- on, in b- the b- first, in the first,
3: before Earl goes. So basically, what you're saying is Ron Jeremy was the director of this. this nope,
1: <laughs> no, no. Yes, but yet yeah, Well, <laughs> I'll
3: say this: the <laughs> the opening
1: the opening scene, you definitely do see some uh some cleavage. But um, what so, I will say is, uh, you know, I'm not even gonna I, say. I, that. Uh, the 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 op- one of the opening episodes, <laughs> Donald Sterling is just a socialite throwing party. So that that should tell you everything you need to know about what's going on in this uh oh, wow. in, in
0: yeah.
1: this show. Like now it gets crazy,
3: bro. And like, God Almighty!
1: And, and once y'all see it, I could understand if every time Magic Johnson seen Norton Nixon, he'd have to throw some hands.
0: I get it. I, I bet I would you. Too. I- one of the episodes, one of the mid mid, mid seasons, is gonna be called Contraction. All right. What time is it? <laughs>
3: <laughs> I love it. What is
0: it?
1: Uh, <laughs> well, no, actually, but 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 to, to be fair, to be fair, the opening scene is actually magic in the office in the doctor's office. Oh yeah. So yep. it, oh, it, uh, it it's November fifth, nineteen ninety one. That's the opening scene. And then yeah. it goes retrospect from there. So it, it 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 was a good first episode. And the guy they got playing magic, he he's doing a hell of a job. I'll give him that. But let's let's get back into he's the. Not episode. that
4: tall though, but none of them are. No,
1: no, no. Yeah, exactly. I mean, he's actor, so what you gonna do? The guy who plays Kareem Abdul-Jabbar, damn sure is. That's tall, my Isn't father. that his son? I have no idea. That's tall. That dude, dude
4: looks. That dude looks like Kareem.
1: But yeah, there were other notables. Now, I don't know if you want to keep going through this. I'm looking at some, uh, some, uh, guys, um, uh, there's, I mean, there's other guys. I'll send y'all the report, but just stuff like that, that kind of conversation, um, it, it's right. It's right, and it lends itself to us both being right. And I'm not trying to be right for right's sake, but it's just like you're looking at a glass half full. I'm looking at a glass half empty. And I think both people are right in this case. And I think no, for like sure. You saying it's just one of those situations where you have to really look at the totality of what the draft combine does. Um, some some takeaways that we have here. Uh, uh, Ahmad Sauce gardener looks like a like a CB one um, for sure. Yeah, that's what they're saying for me. He looks like a top fifteen pick. Um, Kyler Gordon needs to log a faster forty um, at Washington's pro day. Uh, Tariq Woolen um, has an intrigue with combination of size and speed. Um, you know, uh, at UT, where is he at? Uh, Texas, uh, San Antonio. Um, let me see. Kalen Barnes lands on the draft radar with the second fastest forty yard dash. Um, Let me see here. He's 102nd behind John Ross. So that's pretty decent. Um, let me see here. Was there anything else? I'm trying to see if I have any news on anybody in Miami. Y'all know we always got to put that in there. Uh, Bubba Bolden. Let me see. Who? Uh, uh, Bubba Bolden. Bubba Bolden.
3: Well, what was I mean? I think he ran the four. I think he ran a four four seven. Okay. Okay. And I believe as well hold on man, that's right now. Uh he ended up and his twenty yard split was the two point six. Okay. I could we'll definitely take, see him starting. Yeah, we'll take that. We'll definitely for take that. For sure. Definitely take that.
2: Um
0: hey, did y'all, what do y'all think? Um that uh Offer the Packers gave the, uh, gave Rodney. How much do y'all think it is? How, 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 how much did he offer? He get offered? I don't they don't know. Didn't, they they, they, I mean, they said the Packers gave him an offer. Well, do I, they said the offer would change the landscape of the quarterback. And
1: and I don't believe that. And I'm going to tell you why I don't believe that, bro. <laughs> no, 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 no. Listen, no, no. Real talk. I don't believe that because how much can it really change for an almost 40-year-old quarterback? Like, just being honest, what does I mean, it actually they give change? Unless they gave him, like, one year $60 million. Unless they give him one year, a hundred million, then all right, cool. But other than that, I don't see anything that's just like
4: wow. If they give him three for like one fifty and it's fully guaranteed, then yeah, no, I don't,
0: that's, that's not change. that much though. I, do, I that's do. like fifty million. If it was years, fully, man, fully guaranteed though, yeah, I don't think that really changes the market. Cool. Kirk Cousins got almost a hundred guaranteed, fully guaranteed.
1: Yeah, I, I'm <laughs> yeah. not necessarily. And that's
0: what I'm saying. <laughs> it has to be something like you said, bro. Along the lines of well, 100 mil a year.
1: Listen to this. Hold on, hold on. Is this for, is this for college? Or is it, mm-hmm. hold, on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Wait a minute here. Oh, my gosh. So, Kirk Street will be calling Thursday night football games.
0: As long wow. as he's still on College Football Live. And yeah, he'll, doing, he'll and, uh, still be on
1: ESPN, but he's oh, yeah, he's officially doing doing, doing but he's doing it with Amazon. Oh,
0: wow. Ooh, I've never really wow. heard – I've heard Kirk Hirsch, even Chris Fowler call one NFL game. I think they called it a playoff game this year or something
3: like that. Um,
0: I never heard
1: him call no. an NFL game.
3: Yeah, Chris
0: –
1: Chris.
3: Yeah,
0: they called a Monday night game or something. Kirk Hosh, he did call it an NFL game.
3: Yeah, think he called one.
1: I always let Kirk Hirsch. Him, and, K- him and Chris Fowler did it. I, yeah, I've never heard him call. Hmm. Him, but I know ESPN pulls out all the is it going to stop- be him and Chris
4: Fowler doing uh, what's
1: Thursday Night Football? I have no
6: clue. Um. Wow. So yeah, he. I mean, um, yeah,
0: they called uh, Monday Night Football in January. Oh, Okay. I was going to say I knew I saw them on a big game. All
6: right.
0: Um, but back well, like to, I, said, I mean, Kirk Herbstreit is obviously, you know what I'm saying? A one um, commentator. I, you know, some guys to me, the game in the NFL is much, it can be much slower than college. You know what I'm saying? And I think that makes for a different level of commentating. Um that's why a guy, like, in my opinion, I don't know. I think, is that y'all say y'all don't like his voice? Chris Collinsworth, I, I fuck with No, I, I love I, Chris
3: Collinsworth. I love Chris Collinsworth. I, I no problem Okay, with okay, Paulworth. okay, cool.
0: No, I love is, Chris Collinsworth. Yeah, I fuck that's with Chris that's Collinsworth. That's like, it's not an yeah. NBC game, but Chris Collinsworth is not calling and I don't want to watch that shit. Thanks. Chris Collinsworth and Al Michaels are legendary. You know what I'm saying? And I feel like it's because okay. they know the flow of the
3: NFL game. So, it's going to be interesting to see if Kirk Herb, she can get in that groove. No, they, and they definitely... Like when certain plays are like coming up for like a, you know a big gain or or a huge stop, they definitely add the excitement into it. So you like feel it as well.
0: And since we talk about that, do y'all think? What do y'all think about Drew Brees? Do y'all think he gonna uh, do that shit again next year? Because he's definitely not Tony Romo. Even um, though he's Tony Romo no. as a commentator, even though Tony Romo's is the best Fair former true. player commentator outside of Troy Aikman.
3: I thought didn't Troy Aikman leave? No, I thought he was still with
6: He's still F off. No, nah,
1: Troy.
3: It was Ickman just because he was doing a lot of a Fox.
4: Thursday
1: night games. He, he Troy Aikman, kind of chilling day.
6: on
1: them. Um. Now, Troy Aikman it was entertaining. Esme, Esme was throwing not the bag, the duffel, uh, the bank. Yeah, the they bank?
0: were throwing. You. You know, and and it's it's possible, do, uh, which I think would draw more viewers. even though it's the NFL, <laughs> they don't need more viewers, but they should just. You know what I'm saying? Have certain personalities call games. Really, I just want to hear Skip and Shane and call a fucking game. That shit would be funny as hell. No. Right,
1: if you said call a game with Skip Bayless. Yeah, yeah. Skip and Shane and call a game. With, with Troy
0: Aikman? No, nigga, just them two.
1: Oh, okay. okay. <laughs> oh, yeah. I was about to <laughs> say, how that Snoop be did it. Now if Troy Aikman calling a game with Skip Bayless, not, I promise you, I'm not oh, paying attention no, to the game. I'm not, all I will the not the watch that using, shit. No, 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 no. no. A,
4: about about Skip Bayless, about what he would do to Skip Bayless if he was in the same room.
1: Troy Aikman would do to Skip Bayless if they was in the no, same. No, fa- it's not even debate. Oh, no, do you do know what happened, talks. right? No. Oh, we'll talk about it off here. We'll talk. We'll talk about it off here, and I promise you, we'll talk about it off here. But just know, Troy Aikman would put hands, feet, and fine.
4: toes, uh, shoulders.
1: <laughs> Chess, pants shoes all right will, whatever you want to call it um yeah brother that that wouldn't be good for uh fox but um yeah uh Troy Aikman um was was in talks to get uh to get um to get a bag from ESPN but I guess it has stopped oh no nothing is uh nothing has been decided yet but if he does go to ESPN, Joe Buck has said that he will go as well. Oh,
6: wow. Joe Buck for Thursday a- night yeah, Exactly.
4: I don't think I don't think they love the Lewis Riddick thing because Lewis Riddick got his eye on the league a little bit too much. Of course he does. You know Lewis Riddick wants a GM job. Lewis,
0: Lewis Riddick missed out on more jobs than Eric Beatton. Wow, very tracks. It's facts. High fact. Which is a very
1: racist. Yeah. You're not wrong.
4: Yeah. Not disagree.
1: You're not wrong at all. But I, I think um I think for Lewis Riddick, he has an issue, uh um, you know, with telling too much up there he is. All What's right. Going on, man? What's going on, Larry? How you doing?
0: Uh Guys, we're, we're
1: we're we're joined by we're joined by DJ Larry to show you work network. Everybody say, say what's up to DJ Larry.
0: DJ Larry. What's
1: going on? Larry, man. You know, we we, we formed a relationship man, over bro. this over this while. You know what I'm saying? And I just wanted to ask you a question on air. Oh, I, I just <laughs> want like to ask you a
0: question. On air. Really right right.
1: I just want to ask you a question on air, Larry. That's all I I just would like to ask you a question on air. You being really disrespectful, right? That's all I just want to ask you a question on air. I just want to ask you a question, bro. You could just answer. Can you quench thirst with those white tears? Can you quench thirst <laughs> with those blue devil tears, my boy? Can you quench can, can thirst?
4: I, can I ask you a question, Earl? Uh huh. Real quick. Because I was real cool and all what y'all did in the. Um, in the, uh, in the don't talk to me about, about, of, to of, me about okay. no AC
1: tournament. Don't talk to me about no AC tournament. I want to hear about all uh-huh. that. That ain't that ain't the mission. If that ain't the get mission.
4: Aired out. If you get aired out in the ACC or or in the national tournament, I don't want to hear it. But yes, you,
1: you do. do. Nah,
0: dude. Nah, nah. nah. tournaments
1: nah, come nah. and go. Those you only damn you damn. only get one damn, last listen. game of your career. That's huh? what I was
0: about to say. Shaq's only gonna have one last game of his career, nigga. My brother with blood still
2: winning nah,
4: on the ground. Because nah, <laughs> nah, nah. <laughs> if you get hold, if you get hold in the ACC, it still counts.
1: No, it and don't, just man. Stop it. it. There's nothing if more monumental. Of... No. All right, bro.
4: No. Let me, let me say
2: this. Let me say this. So, Mike Sashevsky will never coach again after this season. He will never coach again on his own court at Duke. Where Did North he get that Carolina... memo before
1: Saturday or after? Which one? Oh,
2: let me, know. No, no, no. Let let me know. Let me know. Yeah. Uh, Which... you know he, he, he lost. Definitely so, this is what you get when you invite. All these goddamn celebs and then show me Ken Jones' face every five seconds. Like <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. cool. mm-hmm. but you know, Earl is forgetting that you know on the Dean Smith court they will never be able to avenge the loss. And Mike Shushkevsky is already up in the all-time rivalry. So
1: let's look that know. up. Let's look that up here. <laughs> <laughs> look Let's look that the, up here.
2: Because even if they win everything else, they will never be able to up the score. So in the now let me say this in the all-time like since segregation, like North Carolina, segregation. North Carolina owns the, the win-loss. But if you look at Coach K, he got the 50 ball, dog. It's like 50 to 47 now.
1: I don't believe that's true. Um uh, okay. I don't believe that's true. Um I'm gonna have to I'm gonna have to look at it. <laughs> I don't believe what is Coach K's record against UNC. Believe Coach K all time. Coach K sits with a 50 and 46 record. But what they don't tell you is what they don't what they don't tell you about these <laughs> wins. <is>. He said, <laughs> "Nope, <laughs> I don't believe that." <laughs> what, what they don't tell you. So what they don't tell you.
2: They got to tell about the last game you played them.
1: What they don't tell you is when you beat somebody on their court for their last game of their career, counts for four wins. So, with that being said, yeah. the score. The score. <laughs> hey, you know
2: what the greatest part about this is? I really hope we play in the ACC tournament. I hope so,
1: too. I-, I hope so, too. Time. I hope one, so, too. For
2: all the marbles, for all of it, like, put the title on the line.
1: You wanna know what it is for real? We play it with house money, dog. Let's just call it what it is. We're 25th ranked team in the nation. Coming in at 23 and 8 with terrible wins on the season. Y'all were the first real quality win we got all year. If we just gonna keep it a buck. And we just gonna keep it all the way a thousand. But I mean, Brady Manic had y'all in the Cobra clutch. Um, Armando Baku had y'all boys. We, you let you guys let four, four UNC players score twenty or more
2: because yeah, so, <laughs> you know I, I respect your platform so much. And I no, 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 no. Something. Get
1: in your bag. Get no, in your no, bag. No, no, it's your no. time and to talk. Tim, please. That's what we do all day.
6: Yeah, go oh, ahead. I, was I, it, me. I mean, heard. yeah,
2: like I was, I was trying to get Carlo Ventura deported uh, Saturday, but Yo. Apparently, Yo. like... <laughs> 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 <I can't. laughs> I can't, uh, I can't do that. So I just I don't want need to like take a
1: sweaty ass on and run some laps after that shit, man. That's man, what he
2: needed. He, he could, can play in the fucking Euro League after this shit. Now oh, he I won ACC Freshman of the Year, right? So fucking
1: white. <laughs> <laughs> yo,
0: yo, I'm sorry.
2: Who
1: you talking? Who? 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 Paolo Banchero. Uh, Paolo uh, Benchero. Huh. Yeah, he won a c uh, Freshman of the Year.
0: We deserved did he drop twenty
1: three, though. Yeah, twenty three. But um, we dropped multiples, and we had a. Uh, Armando Bakut had uh, 23. R.J. Davis at 21. Caleb Love at 22. Brady Manic at 20. You see where I'm going with this, right? Of course. Girl, you was just
0: talking so much shit
1: about Hubert Davis. No, 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 no. I still, I still have so much shit to talk about Hubert Davis. I have a lot to talk about Hubert Davis.
2: But this is a th- this is the thing about blood rivalries. Man. Like you can hate the players on your team, you can hate the coach, you can hate everybody, but as long as you get the job done. All that matters. Like,
1: every there are very few things in life I hate more than you.
2: That I watch sports. It's only a few teams that I just have to have lose. Like, in college, no disrespect, but it's FSU and Tennessee. Like, I don't care if we lose every other game. I don't even hate you that much. I actually respect I'm the say, you. Who's, I want to say, who's
1: this. disrespected by FSU? Nobody. The FSU fan ain't on here today, so.
2: Okay. Well, we right. with
1: you. All
2: right. That's what I'm saying. Like, I ain't got nothing against them in college basketball. Like, you know, I don't even hate. The funny thing about me being a Duke fan is I don't even hate Carolina like that. I make the jokes. It's fun, but I don't even hate Carolina. I hate Kentucky. But I don't hate Carolina. Like, you know,
1: yeah, but that's that's a blue blood rivalry. I understand
2: uh, that. Yeah, you know, I don't. I, I hate Louisville, but you know,
6: I, I don't
2: like, I don't, no. I don't hate Carolina. I mean, I give respect where respect is due. So, you know, you talk shit, you got to deal with it. You know, I got the Skype yep. and I'm like, all right, the hell is Earl sending me a Skype for? And I and I, and I see why. Like, you know, it's, it's perfectly fine. Like, listen, I just care. heard
1: certain things were getting spat on. I heard, listen. you know, <laughs> I heard, I heard, I heard uh, 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 nobody cares about that punk ass baby blue. I heard, uh, I heard.
2: Like you, you bought them damn joints, and you happy you can't take them back. You so happy you didn't go ask to get your receipt and take and get a refund. Cool that. Back, but I'm cool Jordan's that. System. You know, I'm cool it's with cool, that. Man, y'all ever seen the you ever seen the Street Fighter two gift with Guile where they throwing the trash at him and shit? He throwing his hands up like that's yeah, that, that's right
1: that's, that's that's that yeah, that's 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 us throwing throwing uh Duke in the damn trash
6: i hate y'all i i really just
1: wanted to get you on the platform to say i hate y'all to death i hope y'all burn in hell i hate the blue devils i hate royal blue i i hate duke (laughs) i hate tobacco i hate i hate uh,
4: you don't hate
1: royal blue well you're right i hate duke blue i i hate uh whatever their blue is called i hate them i i I, I hate them damn gremlins. i hate them cam and crazies uh, I hate Cameron. Matter of fact, I never even been to Cameron. I hate them Cameron yeah, crazy. I,
2: but, but my, my question is this: like, I'm the team, but why are you include me with these crackers, Earl? I didn't pay eighty thousand dollars to watch the niggas lose. What are you talking about?
6: <laughs>
1: yeah, <laughs> eighty
4: dollars
1: <laughs> for the last.
4: Eighty for L dog. That's gotta hurt, hurt.
1: Eighty bands. Hey, 80 imagine bands, taking bro. a
4: mortgage out just to get smacked.
1: E, bro.
0: You could
1: have had a house, a Hellcat, a ZL1. <laughs> hey, man, that I mean, Hellcat
0: is fine, left too. Cameron Indoor. I would have moved never.
1: in. Never. No, man, what? Who are you telling? Hey, a lot of, man, I, right on third row. I'm like <laughs>
2: Kanye was living in, uh, the, Atlanta in, in the Atlanta
1: Bend Stadium, man. Uh, in the basement. Yeah, Lair. We ain't we ain't gonna hold you too long, man. I just had to I just had to fire up on you real quick. Hey, we'll actually cool, be uh, we'll be speaking later on this week because we got our collab episode. We'll Believe we doing that uh this week. Matter of fact, so yeah, man. Um, all the listeners, y'all know we have our uh our uh, annual brackets. That this year we're doing the greatest Nike basketball sneaker of all time. So that's gonna be really cool. Really,
2: really. <sighs> really cool. All I'm gonna say is this. Air Garnett 3. I will revisit this when this episode comes out.
1: Chill out, chill out with slandering <laughs> Air Garnett 3. But listen, man, we'll tap in with you a little <laughs> later, brody. Appreciate Good you calling through.
2: Hey, love to y'all boys, man. Bernard, get his nigga out,
6: man. <laughs> you already know. Get <laughs> Please, he get can't, nigga
2: he can't, he can't I can't even... It the rams but give him hell dog I you already
0: know down. for sure for sure you, you can't, can't give here when i introduce myself i do it i do it every day See, <laughs> i, I introduce myself is. as a true I... hall of famer
2: sends you to hell like you sent me and all the mother crackers to hell earlier you know what i'm saying like it's cool well, you though, damn dog. right I'm, I'm remembering i remember everything
1: so remember it write it down take a picture do what you got to do
6: <laughs> all right, <laughs> all right, Larry man, I'ma holler oh, at you, bro. Be safe, man. Be safe, bro, All right, safe, you bro.
1: Too, all right bro. Yeah, man, I had to fire to slam the guinea real quick. Do we have anything else uh, that happened in sports week this uh this uh this week before we wrap up?
0: Uh, um,
6: no, I think we covered. It. I
0: think that was everything, yeah, man. Oh, uh, unless Dell wants to talk about the uh that uh non-climactic UFC fight.
4: Yeah, that fight was kind of boring. But it was because, like, it was... uh, We're talking about uh, UFC, I believe it was 272. uh, Mm -hmm. Masvidal versus Covington. Covington really just wrestled him down to the ground. Really just kept him down on the ground. And the one shot that Masvidal had to knock him out, he didn't have anything left in the tank because... Covington's wrestling was just elite, and he held them down on the ground for five rounds, twenty-five minutes.
6: So. Got you.
0: Well, that's why I try to stick to boxing where everybody has to do the same thing that they did. Yep. <laughs> and that's why I
4: like MMA because everybody else can do. I I
0: love I love, I love MMA. I love. Yeah, I just want to. want to watch the strikers though. I hate things to be wrestling on the ground. I understand.
1: Fine. Well, shoot, man. <laughs> till next week. And again, we do have our uh our um, bonus episode later on this week, our collaboration with Show Your Work Network, as well as something coming soon with uh Random Max Podcast and other guys. So till
6: next week. We out, y'all. We out. Peace. Peace.